Blog Talk Radio. to you. Uh, all the ways to reach out and contact us. You want to have your voice heard on this here show? Two ways to go about that. First way, give us a call right now during the show. We'll get you on get you on air before before we're before we get out of here. Hit us up live 347-202-0103. Once again, the constellation lines open right now. 347-202-0103. And that's how you call us live on air. The second way to have your voice heard is to drop us a voicemail. On the voicemail line, you've got three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask questions, pose, pose, uh, pose theories. Uh, got a rant in you? And that's again, that's a that's a good place for it. So hit us up on the voicemail line at four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. Uh, hit us up on the email tip, eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Once again, that's eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. And uh, indicate... Uh, in the subject line or somewhere in the body of the email that you want to, uh, which uh, segment of the show, VIP or non-VIP, that you want the, the email read. Um, so, or if, yeah, like Mike here, he's a VIP listener and he usually talks to us in the VIP, but today he has a live show topic for us. So we'll get into that. So again, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Travlord. Find Cam at Seahawk. And uh, all kinds of conversation that happen in there. Uh, Cam with the, uh, <laughs> with the with the coochie enhancement gimmick retweet. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, so if you want to see things like that, follow uh, <laughs> follow Cam. Uh, <clears throat> and the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch or some combination of those words. Uh, you'll find us amongst the... the uh, 
pages. Go ahead and give us a like. Share some on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. You know how that whole thing works. And, uh, you know, see we had any likes this week, but yeah. Just go ahead, check us out, and uh, spread the thing that way. Y'all know how to do I don't need a detailed explanation from me. Um, so, yeah, so those are all the ways to get at us. Um, call us, 347-202-0103. That's live. Voicemail us, 415-787-5229. Hit us on Twitter, at East Coast Cast. Find us on Facebook. Just search East Coast Cast. Um and, uh, and yeah, and uh, we're still waiting on Cam. But in the meantime, what – this this is a, a, a really good a good week for, for wrestling conversation because a, a lot happens across the spectrum. But what is the number one story of the week? I think <clears throat> before – before the past two days, I guess it would have been it would have been just the quality. I felt raw. Okay, I'm just give him a sec. Cool. I thought raw was uh, a a good show, like more than just a, a more than just an average show. It was a it was a a decent to good show. I don't think that's a stretch. And SmackDown. Uh, follow that with a with a with a quality show as well, but I don't think hey Raw was good and you know we're headed into Extreme Rules and uh, Undertaker's back I guess might have been a headline, but really it's it's wrestling Twitter and how everybody and their mom on wrestling Twitter is. Super sassy in the last two 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 days or so. Uh, the main one, obviously, being Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay going back and forth about who's better, whose company is better. And then it devolved into, well, look at these M's, look at these zeros in my bank account. Um, so that makes me better, kind of, kind of, kind of thing. But we <laughs> we also had Joey Janela. <clears throat> Uh, uh, getting his two cents in, just you know, just being wrestling troll. You know, I I bang more chicks than all you. It was something akin to that, just juvenile kind of, <laughs> but you know, chuckle inducing kind of stuff. Um, but he also had a thing where he shut somebody down and basically said, "Don't come for me on Twitter. I will, you know, I'll ruin your life. <laughs> just go, just talk about me behind your back, behind my back. It'll." Work out, it'll be a lot less embarrassing for you. It's just like, wow. I, I, I had no interest in Joey Janela. I saw him at, at all in, or double or nothing, and I didn't care for, I didn't care to watch Fighter Fest coming up because I'm like, yeah, sure, Moxley's on there, but uh, who the fuck is Joey Janela? Like, I don't care. Now I care. Now I, I might watch. Uh, now I might watch uh, the Spider Fest deal and get a get my leisure report at whatever it's on. Yeah, figure out a way to do that. So, um, and 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 just others. There's there's uh oh even even Drake Maverick 
had some had some uh, slick shit to say on Twitter. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was a lot going on. Uh, there was a lot going on uh, on Twitter. But again, the main one was. And, it's, and we, we, we're waiting on Cam, and he has uh, he has a decent amount to say about this. But um, was was Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay going back and forth, and 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 the sides because that's what we do. We especially when we're given the binary choice, we <laughs> we're going to. And I don't know if that's a bad thing, but in certain cases, it's not great. And everybody was, you know, Team Rollins or Fuck Seth Rollins or Team Osprey. You know, it was it was it was kind of stupid. But but the the conversation around and and that's why I, I'm wait, waiting on Cam to really get into the uh, the thick of it was about kind of the practical. Well, what do you expect Seth to say? Kind of, you know, uh, he's, you know, big time athlete, and you know, big time athletes talk shit, and th- th- this is no different. And I certainly get that argument, uh, but just, uh, it's just a personality thing. I think um, I personally just, am, I just am not a shit talker. I don't know if that comes across here because we, we do. I, I mean, I talk my shit about. I guess that's not. I can't because people are probably are like, "What you talk all kinds of wild shit." Um, but I'm not a, uh, you know, tap boards on you or dunk on you and like do a fucking dance and you know fuck shit like that. That ain't me. <laughs> not in the, not in the slightest. Like I, I hate sports culture because of that, right? Like, I don't understand why getting dunked on is a humiliation. Like, should I have stood aside and let the person, you know, dunk or lay it up unabated? Or should I try to, you know, especially when it's not an and one, like, I, I, I mean, I got dunked on. That's what, that's what happens when you play basketball. And you're doing your job, or at least trying to do your job. I, I, yeah, that's always been a part of, especially basketball culture, that I've always been arm's length away. Um, and I get the whole, I get crossing a guy over, and he, he, you know, does a, he does a. Uh, <laughs> was it Soda Popinski who did the you know the wiggle before he you know, you know before he got knocked out? Like I get that, I I, I get why that's uh, oh and do oh, but it's the extra stuff. It's the again it comes back to like he was trying, he was playing defense. Like what the fuck? <laughs> he only got embarrassed, quote unquote, because he tried to to stop the person with the ball, which is the goal. And, you know, failed miserably, maybe. But <laughs> so, so again, that's just not in my nature to be a puff my chest up. I'm 
I'm I'm uh, so that's what that's why I, I have you know my personal views on it because that's just not um, you know you know you know long, playing sports all through high school and shit like that just wasn't uh, wasn't a a thing in my repertoire to <clears throat> talk shit like I couldn't even bust. Like, I had no bus game. Like, people would go back and forth. Well, you know, let me just sneak. Oh, and get the reaction. And just boom, boom, witty. And right off the top. And boom, bam. I, I could never. I, be, I was never that creative in that way. Uh, so, again, it's, I know a lot of this argument. And Cam's on. And we'll go ahead and bring him on. What up, Cam? I know a lot of that argument is just personality driven. I find everything I've just heard so disappointing. But not new. <laughs> not eight years into this friendship, uh, or however long now we've known each other, decade or, you know, that ain't, uh, <laughs> you know, disappointing. Me. No, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, grant you that, but you can't be talking like this something new that you hear for the first time. <laughs> like, what you, what, I got dumped on. Wow, you're on a fucking, you know, get in my face and, uh, and your tongue's wagging because I got dumped on. Like, I tried to block the shot. Like, that's, the, that's the goal of the game. I mean, <laughs> but we can bring it back to the I see it more like. Set it a different way if you want. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, it would have been more fun. To have this conversation yesterday or like Monday night. Like in the moment. Afternoon because it's just evolved into something that I think is a lot less fun. But like, you know me, like I'm, I'm all for like the trash talk. I'm all for the dunking on somebody. And, and I mean, not that you're being disingenuous, but mm-hmm. I feel like anybody who follows our show, who sure. listened to you, you know. Yeah, and I set that up before you got on. When I, when I said I, t- I don't talk shit, and I was like, well, I can't really say that because, you know, I, I talk shit on here all the time. And that's why I went into the uh, the the showboat aspect of talking shit, mm-hmm. right? Like they're dunking on somebody and doing a fucking strut down the fucking court. Like, man, you don't fucking – Go down and play some defense. That's kind of that's my personal ethics. Yeah. But again, talking shit. But that's in that in that arena. I'm not a big gloater. Big, you know, I'm flexing, kiss my biceps kind of thing. Yeah. And um, so, but yes, but yes, I certainly talk my fair amount of shit. So you are correct. I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I like qualified that. Mm. Like a, a Will Ospreay should absolutely feel. Like, he's the very best wrestler in the world. Because people tell him this. And he has, like, stylistically, like, absolutely has the resume and passes the eye test to make that claim. And Seth Rollins is absolutely allowed to turn around and say, well, I'm the top dude in the top company, so I'm the best wrestler. Mm -hmm. Like, Roman Reigns, at whenever point, was absolutely entitled to like Hulk Hogan was absolutely entitled to say that. You know what I mean? Like, but you would, but just a tiny aside, you would agree that same argument flipping Universal Champion Seth and Roman—that's even more of a ridiculous 
Like you wouldn't say, well, he's he has is he's entitled to say that because of his position, but you would also be like, come on, Roman, like <laughs> you know. Well, like, so here's what I equated it to, though. Here's what I equated it to. Like when it got to the point in the conversation where Seth was like, I got enough money to buy your life. Yeah. Like normally. When when money like when you are arguing with somebody and you got to bring up how much money you make, normally that's a losing argument because that has very little to do with unless the argument is about how much. Yeah, like the stocks or who's got uh, more assets. (laughs) Then you know bragging about how much money you have is pertinent to the conversation. Gilbert Arenas is making more money than like. All the oh per year that are better than it. Like Ryan Howard before arbitration was making less money than Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla couldn't say he was better than Ryan Howard at that point. Uh, okay. But it's not like Lars Sullivan telling Will Ospreay that he's better because he makes more money. Like mm-hmm. these are people who are a lot closer in in, in, in skill level. And, yeah. yeah. So it's so it's different. But like again, like. Being the best wrestler, it to me the whole thing is rap anyway. Like it's it's rap. It's not real. You can't go out in front of in front of a crowd and it's not real too. Like you can't really punch each other in the mouth and decide who's the best. So if you're a top guy, say you're the best and let it be that. And enough people are going to believe you and pay money to ride with that. Like I, I, that I don't have a problem. Now, when we when we talk more about what would actually happen, like I was really with Seth Rollins in that I'm, you know, I work for WWE. I control what I do in the ring. I control very little else. So when somebody's talking bad about me or mine, that being the talent, I'm going to feel a way about that. And I think he, he was a good captain riding with his team. Like, regardless what, what of... Was someone talking about him? Like, that's how it came up, though. Like, I can't I can't point to the exact tweet or comment, but he was like, yo, we got the best wrestling in the world. Yeah, it was, but it was, it was, hey, little guy, we've got the best wrestling. It was like, it was just no, unnecessarily... No, that's the thing. It was before that. It wasn't it wasn't funning anybody when he said it. It wasn't addressing anybody when he said it. Like nobody was, was Oh, oh the original gotcha, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like we got the best wrestler in the world. And he's supposed to say that. Like to to me. Like I, I don't like like I can't say I love Ric Flair and want and Dusty Rose and want my wrestlers to be humble. Mm. And I mean like WCW and WWF was trying to bust each other's ass, regardless of if they were friends or not. They were actively trying to bust each other's ass. Yeah, and if they had yeah. Twitter, that's what they would have been doing. So, like, I, I, I can't have any type of problem with that now. When we talk about him calling Will Ospreay little dude, like, I personally, like, again, all five nine of it was I do that to people. Right. Well, it was the it was the it was the aspect. 
Like it was like Will Ospreay going, um, "Hey, I'm alive." <laughs> to like, okay, now we gotta like uh, this, you know, proceed net flying around. We gotta like, uh, you know, tent the house and fucking bomb the place. Yeah, you know. to me that's so nasty. He's like, like, I'm the, like I'm the best rapper. How you the best rapper? If I'm the best rapper. Okay, son. Like that, that to me, that's how people talk in in no, that no. space, in a competitive space. I was just like that, like, but what? It's funny, like, I was so ready to be right about this. Because, I, like, I had a side conversation with Wade when Rollins, when Rollins jumped on Wade. And I was just like, you know, like, I know, like, I know right. it's not the same. And, and my thing is the 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 thing surrounding it, too. Because I don't fucking know Will Ospreay. Like, I can't pretend to be some Will Ospreay fan. I've seen one or two mm-hmm. Will Ospreay matches at most. <laughs> you know, so uh, I can't, but I just know how he's perceived and people love him. And Rich certainly, he, he's credible. Like, it's not, that's not the uh, an argument. Uh, it was the, it was the, um, it's everything surrounding it. It's like, Sam, you're, it's like, I get, I get what you're saying about talking shit and being, saying I'm the best and all that, blah, 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 and everything that goes around, not blah, 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 to kind of dismiss mm-hmm. it, but, you know, yada, yada, in a sense. But, you know, like, shit's tanking. You've got this big giant. I just got all this money just to go into the toilet creatively. Fucking ratings are trash. Uh, you know, I, and, it, and it just, I, it seemed like all those things came out in responding to an, an indie guy trying to, you know, whatever you, however you want to characterize uh, whatever Will Ospreay was doing. And then another thing was, it's like, wait a second, this is Seth Rollins. This isn't Roman Reigns. This isn't John Cena. This is a guy who's been, not exactly, but this is a guy who's been there, who had to get the fucking indie beaten out of the attitude, you know, not literally beaten out of him, but it was. It, it had a lot of. Does this guy not remember what it was? What it what it was to be the obvious and clear underdog, uh, certainly financially and, and and infrastructure and all that stuff that WWE had. Mm-hmm. And so that certainly didn't. Say, like if it was Roman Reigns, it would be more of the same. It would be expected. But for Seth Rollins, who five years ago. People would have called, considered, you know, spot monkey, and then he, and then he's like using the same argument. Like it just was like, man, this is rich. Like what? Like of all the people, I wouldn't expect this kind of response from this insecure kind of tone. That's how I took it. It was just in tonal. It was just like, wow, that was a lot in that response for, for for this perceived net, this perceived little guy to get that kind of. Uh, you know, like, oh, wow. This, yeah. Like, okay. So to me, like, the counterpoint is get off my dick. Like, that's mm-hmm. really the counterpoint to me. Because it's just like, yo, like, I wasn't even. I, I understand Will Ospreay and, and Seth Rollins are in, in different arenas. Like, Will Ospreay, for, for all the good things that, that, he, that he is and that he does, he's the other one. Show year old kid both of their pictures. They know who Seth Rollins is, they don't know who oh, Will yeah. Ospreay is. And it's not disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just what it is. But 
like who's the really skinny one? If you look at Seth Rollins' tweet to Wade, it wasn't like, um, oh, I'm I know this came out of nowhere. He was like, ah, I'm sick of this. Like it was a buildup. Like I think, and we haven't even talked about wrestling. You know, that's the interesting part of this. We haven't talked about wrestling. We haven't talked about how. Every time Vince McMahon sneaks out one of these bullshit-ass pay-per-view names, it ends up being a really good pay-per-view. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that there was some very good wrestling on stomping grounds. Um, yeah. You know, and for all everything around it, yo, they're not selling tickets. Yo, they put everybody on one side of the arena. Yo, the mm-hmm. name is dumb. Yo, they're in this random-ass city. And then, you know, they go out there and they do their thing. And so I, I understand from... Here's what I get, Travis. You have been, like, with me um, when I'm, like, plotting out a show. And you watched me uh, set up eight mics and change eight camera angles and go got, find this and run to the store and go get this. Like, you've seen that happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I go through all that and then I get, like, a weird tweet about a show, I want to bite somebody's fucking head off. It don't matter who it is. You know what I'm saying? So when you put in, I think that Seth Rollins working as hard as he had to do to get where he was, from being Tyler Black and 170 pounds soaking wet, to get to this point, I think that somebody who, even even on the same trajectory like a Will Ospreay, for you to be like, nah, yeah, I'm doing my thing, he'd be like, wait, I'm here? He'd be like, fuck you. Like, I'm I'm really doing this. Like you're not gonna. I understand that what Seth Rollins did is probably petty from a normal standard of what he does. I'm also saying I very much understand. It's like when you have a fire tweet and somebody quotes it and says LMAO and it goes viral. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I I get where he's coming from. Like it it comes across as crass now. We're, we're not to talking about the side though. Do you think that's how it came off? Do you think that was Osprey? I just think that, okay, to 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 maybe bring it all around. Mm-hmm. I told you my favorite WrestleMania match is Kurt Angle, HBK, right? That's, that's my favorite yeah. one. Do you remember what the crux of, like, the feud was? Kurt Angle was like, yo, I'm busting my ass. I'm winning an Olympic gold medal, and all anybody's talking about is this wrestling clinic that this Shawn Michaels is putting on. <laughs> so imagine if Kurt Angle won that gold medal, and Shawn Michaels was like, but did you see my shit, though? Like, fuck Shawn Michaels. Like, immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody built a name off you that you can't even wrestle? I, I, I get it. I understand. Now, let's talk about the flip side of it, though, because this is me, like, siding with this guy's feelings. He, I didn't peg him as not a company man, but I think he showed where his allegiances lie with that Sports Illustrated interview. Um, What the fuck? I don't think his ball and went home or went wherever he went. Yo, I wouldn't be surprised if he texted Moxley. And was like, I told him, yeah, I saw your thing. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if like you knew about it, but still, man, it's just like, why would you, why would you I want was, that out there, even if you're playing a fucking role? Why would you want that that to be your attitude? Like, 
We know, like, yeah. we all look back at that rock and telling Austin to get the F out and, you know, doing this mm-hmm. as a fuckboy. Like, what a fucking piece of shit thing to say to about your colleague who you know exactly yeah. what he's going through. Definitely Corny and Rock did it, and super Corny and Rowan did it. Like, and to me, it was like, <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm sure Wade doesn't care, but dang, like he's like very much in the middle of this thing, and like he's just doing his job as a journalist, and you know, you want to go run to a podcast and say X, Y, and Z, and it's like, like that's a fan. You know how the, how the shit works. You, you like don't like when with like fr- it's how you know framing it like that like oh, when you don't like something you you know it's the uh, the dirt sheets well until you need to get your fucking story out and well then where are you gonna go oh, you gotta go to the dirt sheets I guess if you're wrong you could go to you know, CBS News or, or whoever they had there but if you wanna get it to the fan fans you know what I'm saying like there's a reason people go to Wade and the Meltzer and Albert and those types that are that 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 fan base. So uh, and and the and the not just the fan base, the credibility um, and the skill to get a good interview and all that kind of shit. Yeah, and that um, take your ball and go home stuff. Like, you know, he's right. What it would be different if I thought the most interesting thing about the Moxley interview, he didn't have a bad word to say about a single coworker at all. Went out of his way to say, I didn't like the writers, but, geez, they were in a tough spot. Those people are unknown. We don't know their names. I mean, we will maybe know one or two of them if they do an interview after they mm-hmm. leave or something. But <laughs> we'll know he could say, I, wouldn't, I didn't do certain things because I knew it would get it taken out on them. Yeah. And so we understand it his, wasn't, his personality and his motivation. Yeah, it wasn't Punk saying – Everything's geared toward Roman. It was nothing like that. Even like, no, that's that was the truth. He went out of his way to go. No, no, no. This is right. This is these are my issues. This is what I had mm-hmm. to be. Uh, this is what. And so that's not. Yeah. yeah, that's not cool. Like, like coming at like what we perceive to be your man like that. Like you, you know, talking emotional after matches on your on your fifth go home with with the shield. Like that's that's not cool. Like you. But uh, again, like I, some people just are turn around and talk about and brotherhood, and you, you, you hope that doesn't. Yeah, you hope that doesn't yeah, come back. That was hard, man. That's 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 it's hard to defend. But I mean, really, they kind of. You look at the Kenny Omega tweet about uh, yeah, fire fest. Yeah. them running the yeah them running which he's deleted by the way. Omega got that tweet out of there, but, you know, screenshots live forever. But him saying, yo, y'all can take that blood money, but you can also, like, run a show up against our show that's for uh, victims of gun violence, and it's like, that's where it's not being funny. Like, it was still kind of fun, but that's where it's not being funny. Because it's like, look, man, like, I, I'm not going to, I told you, when we went to WrestleMania in Miami, the funniest thing I saw was that guy with a WWE tattoo whose dream was to be a WWE superstar, because it's like, well, that's your first strike, <laughs> having that tattoo. Like, WWE as a team against AEW as a team, or vice versa, or New Japan, or any of that, it's just the corniest shit, because whoever wins, 
some of your favorite wrestlers lose. But you should want them all to prosper. You know, and like I feel like not that Seth Rollins wasn't already out of pocket with some of the stuff he was saying, but Omega just like, oh, what are we doing now? Like this was fun. We were having fun, man. And then you not like I think we've had this conversation for two years, Travis. Like none of us outside of the Undertaker are mad at wrestlers for wrestling in Saudi Arabia. Like we understand a lot of you don't have the say so to just not go to a show. Like I think it's cool that the people who can exercise that do. Um mm-hmm. but you know, like I we have different beliefs, we have different level of not even patriotism, but our, you know, moral compasses are different. And it's not to say mine is pointing in the right direction. But just mm-hmm. you know, people feel they worry about that. But the way that Kenny Omega said it without naming names, you're like you're putting it on people in the company who don't control that. And that's not cool. Uh, okay, sure. I like say, say I, I, I think you know, he's speaking to an I, my defense, if he needs one, and certainly doesn't for me, uh, of of that aspect would be I think he knows the audience he's talking to, um, knows exactly who to, who, who who that falls on. Um, mm-hmm. But when you jump in the middle of something like that and screenshots are going to sing and this is going to go on Bleach Report and this person, you know, Forbes or something might pick it up, it'd be nice to then see not just some generic, if you're just middle, middle America uh, uh, mom or dad, you know, thinking about taking your kids to the next house show that comes around uh, uh, to town, that's uh, who it's for. And you would like it to say Ben Scott Dan McMahon, not just some generic, you know, WWE, because it ain't everybody else. Yeah. No, it was uh, a yeah, good talk. Um, yeah, I thought Stomping Grounds was a pretty good show. Yeah, uh, I, I even forgot that in my damn intro. Like, what would be the main issue, the main story if uh, if the you know wrestling Twitter hadn't blown up the last two days? And, and uh, I said, um, you know, Raw and SmackDown being decent shows, but yeah, they were only decent shows because, or not only, but they were decent shows because they were you know following up uh, you know a lot of good stuff on the pay per view. Really good, um, really good Ricochet and Joe match with Ricochet winning the U.S. title. It looks like he's getting a big push. Um, really good tag team match with the New Day and KO and Sammy. KO and Sammy just out the gate with all the finishing moves in the arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Bailey and Alexa was good. Um, the main event like was a little contrived to me, but that's kind of she was... what you expect in that area. Oh, I think any of us. <laughs> I suspected Becky. Um, and it ended up being Lacey with Becky interfering, and I get that. I, I hate Travis, hate that the main event that it's leading to, because again, like, I, I don't know. I thought it was a terrible way to end a pay per view. And I thought they should have flipped the, uh, even though the babyface won in the end, it was just a fucking drag ass bullshit match with a yeah. non-star and Lacey Evans at the center of it. You have a non She's not a star. She's not a fucking superstar. Or she is small-ass. But you know what I mean. 
No, absolutely. she's a, she's a full of this like, main event the angle. It wasn't even a goddamn match. It was a 20-minute-long angle. It was bullshit. And if it's on the match before, I have, I'm not complaining. I'm like, oh, they did an angle. They did a 20-minute-long angle to get to another thing. But here was your awesome main event that ended in this unique, spectacular fashion that I hated the way it was framed on Tuesday. Like, why didn't anybody go, fam, uh, why is it different of um, Kofi jumping out between the ropes and Dolph crawling on his stomach like a fucking slug to to drop out? Like, they made it seem like him doing that was some kind of different, like, he, he, I hated the framing of Kobe's win. Oh, it's that bad. Because we've seen him do, like, such athletic things that a middle rope dive was kind of like, okay. Kind of like what? No, 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 no. I mean, the finishes of, of cage matches. Like, you can walk out and walk down the steps. How is that any more courageous than driving the fuck out? Like, it's all stupid to win a match. You have to get out. Like, let's start there. It's dumb. Like, if you're, you're – they weren't even saying he didn't pin or submit him. They just were – they just left it vague, like, mm, what he did was bad. They didn't offer a, what they thought would have been better. They just kept saying he was coward. The, the, the worst was – you know, the heel Corey Gray saying it was coward and, and, and Byron saying, okay, maybe it wasn't the most definitive win. Motherfucker, it's a cage match. That's how they end. They end with two people hanging from the side of the cage, dropping a split second before and after each other to, to, to win these fucking matches. <laughs> like, this was the most definitive cage match ending I've seen in a long time as far as, like, escaping part. And you didn't pin or submit the guy. Like, that was a unique right. finish that they fucking trashed, that they trashed uh, with the commentary and the framing uh, two days later. But Kofi keep winning, and that's really um, – <laughs> he uh, it's like, well, you know, Kofi's winning, and he's winning credibly. So, and they keep trying to turn his wins into, you know, I don't know when he's gonna when he, how he can how long he can keep it up. It's just like, damn, just say he's a winner and he's the shit. Fuck, like Corey got this personal thing, <laughs> and Byron, you know, bless his little heart, he's he's you know he's he tries and he's somewhat effective, but he's not the most effective, but because like he's he should, he, yeah he is, but. Kofi's like the ultimate baby face in a way that's like over and not cheesy and doesn't make people go, ugh, this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Byron mm-hmm. somehow like, uh, you know, losing yeah, something. So, and, and I think the thing with like, she already kind of, like she's still figuring it out in the ring. And I think when you don't have the very best match, it's rough going back out there and having to do like more, you know. Yeah, no. it's, uh, she had a pretty bad. Yeah. It was uh, it was not serviceable. It was not. not great. It have, yeah, it wouldn't have been good on TV. Certainly, the fact that it's on a, a pay event is is uh, is more egregious. And because she's been getting pushed the way she is, it's 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 going to be you know people are going to recognize that. Or people are going to notice and, and say things about it, and they have the right to, and she's got to get better fast. Yeah. 
can they push her back down the, you know, and they not, I mean, they're not, they're obviously going to stay with her and considering that was a 20 minute long angle, like I said, and it's leading to, you know, your favorite main event. Um, yeah. <laughs> two on two, a tag match where it's two titles, winner take all. That's, that doesn't ever say, like, companies that put on those types of matches are never in good places when those matches happen. I, yeah. I, I haven't done the research, but I'm telling you, if you put together a little chart of how many times winner, you know, two titles were in the same matches, you know, tag matches and shit like that, the company that promoted that match was not in a good place Even, creatively. I think Meltzer broke financially. Like, during Extreme Rules, that that was the plan. Um, you know, wow, the next that, that, that the two on two thing was going to happen. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and so knowing that going into it, like watching them have the conversation on Raw about you, getting to that, it was just damn. like, no way just, they can make this make sense. I, I just said right? how Raw was a good show, but then I'm about to shit all over. That thought, that conversation, Seth did the bonehead babyface thing where you knew, oh boy, he's about to get, he's about to regret that. If as soon as you heard Seth say, I don't care what stipulation you got, like what the whatever you want to do, let me know. What kind of idiot does says that? It leaves him so open. But of course, but more than the stupid like idiot line that it makes him kind of look. Look dumb. It makes it look like phony bullshit because he does. They don't even like. They have something in the pocket, like of course, because it's a fucking show, and they did, and they knew he was going to say, you know, pick whatever stipulation you want. It was just. It's it's it, in that case it was WWE kind of at their at their showiest, their sports entertainiest, uh, and and yeah, it, it's it's not great. But, but they say let's put it that way. But I did not know that going in, or you know, that that got reported in the middle of uh, in the middle of the pay per view. So like, there's no just way to get there. But yeah, I mean, I again, it kind of makes me cringe. Like, our our top stars are dating, so let's make that part of the story. I'm just like, like I think John Cena very cautiously stayed away from Nikki Bella as much as he could. And uh, uh, You mean as far as like TV? Yeah, conversely, Nikki Bella probably did the same thing. You know, like, there's no real benefit right. to it. Well, like, yeah, this is not, yeah, go ahead, sorry. If they sell, I mean, again, me being me, if you're going to do that, Go ahead and make a Be- Becky and Seth T-shirt for all the twelve-year-old girls. But you're also setting your relationship up, you know. That you know, okay. What's the odds they get married and stay together for 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 life? It's just like, oh boy. Um, yeah, that is the issue. Yeah, and and how long did Nikki and Zuna stay? Not this was their causality or whatever, but how long were they together after they became a thing on TV? Yeah. I mean, they forced them to do that fucking engagement shit at WrestleMania, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that obviously didn't go through, and then all the drama after that, and the breakups, and the get back from the breakups. Yeah, I guess yeah. Jeff, 
to talk to some people. Um, 347-202-0103. Hit us up. Let's, uh, oh boy. I think Willis got a rant in him about Seth Rollins. So this will be fun. Ask him. Yeah. Uh, um, Willis, what's happening? What up? <laughs> oh, boy. What up? Man, I, I, I wasn't really a fan of his, but now, fuck him. Just fuck him all hey. to hell. He, Who's him? All, Who's all that. All that. Seth Rollins. With, with the, what? What? Yeah, Seth Rollins with the way he dogged out damn um Dean Ambrose talking about he done took his ball and went home. Damn Dean, um, John Moxley finished his goddamn contract to the bitter end. Didn't did didn't complain about it. Didn't say nothing. He did his shit. And he mad cause he he um um came out and told what was going on in the back. He didn't say any. He didn't bury none of it. When um, Dean did the, I mean, when John did that interview, he ain't buried none of the wrestlers. All he did was just talk about how they dogged him out in creative and didn't really do nothing with him. And that was it. He didn't say anything bad about the boy, any of the boys or any of the wrestlers or nothing. So were you yeah. just as- so we so what is that the kind of where you got all oh, fuck Seth hashtag fuck Seth rounds on them or were you already leaning that way but with just the when it was just talking about wrestling I'm better than you and I got more money when he where were you when it was just an Osprey wrestling WWE versus whoever the fuck uh, well, yeah where were you then I was like well, like before like I said have, when it was still fun <laughs> I I ain't had. I ain't had no complaint about that one and shit, but I just felt like, because I was there the night after WrestleMania, and because um, y'all didn't see it on the TV, so they didn't show it on the TV, but how going stuff wrong, talking about I'm going to miss my friend, and yeah, I'm sad that he's going to be. What? Yeah. Oh, they they talk about how they're brothers and brotherhood and blah 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 all that shit. Like, damn, that's how you treat your fam. Yep. So I was like, man, that that's that's kind of fucked up. And, and um, he could whenever he did that interview, all he all he had to say was, um, that was my friend. He did his time. I hope he happy with like whatever he do. And, and, and just move move on to to it, and that's about it. God damn, right. Roman I, I, was. You would hope that's his genuine feelings. Like that's not something he would just have to say to say. You hope that's how he actually yep. feels. Like oh, he makes a lot of money and happy and blah, all the kind of things you want for your fucking friends. All right. So I was like, that that that's kind of fucked up. Talk about the man as soon as he leaves. I like man, but Seth can't talk about nobody. He wanted to um. Worst drawn WWE champions of all time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, can't, I'm, I'm, can't. I'm, 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 uh, you know, I'm not very uh, anxious or interested in going in that direction with the talk because things are, for for lots of reasons, are different and it's hard to compare and, you know, but there is some point to, you know, when people bring up just not as much weight as they like to think, especially when it's somebody that they don't like. <laughs> who's the non-drawing person. So, let's, 
Well, it's it's out it's out there it's out there that he's one I mean, of the we see the rating. We don't need to. Of course, it's out there. We know how many people are not watching the show. They are watching. No, yeah. we know how many people ain't watching the fucking show. And, and just an example with the damn pay per view that just happened. It was a decent pay per view. I like the big first half of the show. I didn't care too much for the second half. But yeah. You like the cage match? Um, no, I ain't like the cage match. They ain't do shit in, in the damn cage match. That's a cage match. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, they they ain't really they ain't really used the case to what it was, and 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 it kind of pissed me off. As soon as the match thought Kofi was trying to get out the ring first before, um, it's a cage match Dolph with WWE stupid rules. Like, yeah. I mean, um, I like I, I like it when it's cage match. You don't need to see them with each other. Either. Mm. Like they're both. Really good, but it's like especially the two out of three power match. I was like, nah, like let's just this is run its course. Tell them that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, that 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 that, that kind of pissed me off with him about that because that kind of made me feel like he kind of two faced it. So yeah, that that that's, no, that's, that's certainly how I ran. Yeah, yeah. No, I got you. What else you talking? What else is? And, and, and especially, especially since you're on the roster with the man's wife. Yeah. One, 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 I wonder, mm. Yeah, I wonder how Renee feel about the situation, about this, about that, because that that's that's kind of, I, I would be kind of awkward to even want to be be in the same room with him or something, because I don't know if that it's all that. Like, Jeez, it's not like you fucking broke that. Come on. <laughs> I can't call him a bitch. Like, right. <laughs> they should be able to be in the, in the same room with each other and not like feel uncomfortable. Or it's, too like, like, it's probably all cool. It's just like, like I feel like they probably have talked about it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I genuinely do. You would hope. But it still wasn't. So, yeah. Well, well, all I got to all I got to say is, that if that was a black woman and she heard that, she, it would have been a whole different story. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Did you see? Uh, uh, I don't know if it was one of the Forgotten Sons or if it was like uh, the UK team, Eichner and uh, and old boy. But basically, they were getting into it with Montez Ford, and then. He said something about, like, something, something, something to your wife. And Bianca was like, nah, like, I don't really fight you, though. Like, chill out. Damn. Yeah. It would have been different. It would have been different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh -uh. So, they got got a house show coming here in D.C. in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't bought a ticket yet because... They got so many tickets available. They got all the floor seats open and everything. So I'm gonna just probably wait the day 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 of the show to get the damn ticket, so I don't have to um pay the damn fee fees on the Ticketmaster app. I'll probably just get that shit at the box office. Save me Why about do you twenty dollars. What you say? Why do you go to house show? Like you don't have? Like, are you going with your kids? 
No, me and my friends going. Me and yeah, my friends. Yeah, what did y'all remember that for? Some be forty-year-old men. Yeah. You know, how's why is that? How's that fun? I mean, I guess you can see wrestling matches in the cell phone, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. me and all my friends in my Facebook group, we all going there. Yeah, I get it. I get we it. Make, I can we, see get-togethers and all that, but when y'all go to like uh, uh, this uh, fan fest or fucking this or that, and then still just what uh, house show in DC or wherever the fuck Virginia, wherever it's gonna be, like. Cool. We'll like, 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 WrestleMania weekend, so yeah, no, I mean uh, that's that's you answer that's the answer to the question. That's why you go to the house because you get to see your fucking buddy. Mm-hmm. you know, it's, what do you mean? It's, we want to see uh, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler versus Kobe Kingston, you know, fifty-seven. So, yeah, we haven't even talked about. Uh, AJ and Ricochet main eventing Raw. AJ going over. That's really interesting. Like, you wonder if that leads to a pay-per-view match. You wonder if we're getting maybe in the club back together and in a heel stable. You know, that's interesting. For them to be foreshadowing, are they are they just want to do a definitive breakup between AJ and the and 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 the good brothers, like, or as they, you know, are on their way out, to, you know, so they have no credibility in that in that way. Not to be that devious, but uh, you know, with the creative. But I don't see I don't see them getting any kind of like renewed push. Did they do something? Yeah, so like, I mean, I think Monday is gonna this next Monday is gonna tell a lot because. You have them lose two weeks in a row, but then you have AJ come on the top of Ricochet, like, get back for sports. You know? Like, yeah. I think, do they turn on AJ and Ricochet and AJ team up and take out the club, you know, take out the good brother? I just don't see it lead. I don't, I don't um, anticipate it being anything that makes Scouts and Anderson credible or cool or anything. I think having AJ be the one to be like, yo, what the fuck is a part of like the end of their WWE run. And the wild card rule is just, it's just big. To forget Joe and Kofi, which I really want to see, but just, yeah, just. Yo, what the, what? They showed like on, so I'm watching SmackDown and they're showing highlights from Raw last night. And I'm like, because the storylines are carrying over. I'm like, fam, this isn't sick. It's like, I don't want... Like, I'm sick of this wild card bullshit. Like, I don't... It, it's just... It's so... It's it's it, it's fucking trash. Just stop it. Hey, tra- hey Travis. You what? think that... Uh, you think that when, when they signed that Saudi deal, the prince told Taker, I give you half the money now, half after extreme rules. 
wait. What? <laughs> like, what is, why, why are Undertaker and Shane McMahon on opposing tag team on a pay-per-view in 2019? That was the most, when the lights went out and Undertaker came out, that was the most what-the-fuck kind of thing on it. And then there was no interaction with him and Roman, at least on camera, I don't think. You know, he posed and the show went off. Or, you know, I think that's how it ended. It was just like, wait, what? What did I just see? How did, how, why? And I guess that's supposed to be the selling point. But again, the follow-up with, I, I felt like I missed, I missed something. I missed a show in between Raw and SmackDown because the tag match is all booked. And I'm like, when did this happen? When did Roman agree to fucking tag with, with, with Undertaker? When did Undertaker agree to tag with Roman? When did Undertaker get mad at Shane? When did Undertaker get really mad at Shane? Like, I thought this was, oh, you know, like, like you beat him at WrestleMania. Like, uh, yeah. I'm trying to rethink, I'm trying to rethink how good Braun SmackDown was this week. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Well. Willis, yeah. Yeah. Well, the only reason why they doing that match with Undertaker Roman versus um Shane and Drew because the the um rumor going around that's who Undertaker want to fight at WrestleMania 36 yeah. if he makes Drew McIntyre second. They probably scared. The, they probably scared that nobody's gonna buy tickets for the show, so putting Undertaker on the show gonna make people go see it. Yeah. And and the third and the third reason Roman the, the booze is starting to creep back up on Roman again. So yeah, yeah I've been hearing Yeah. They they starting to creep they starting to creep back back up on again. So the and they going to Philadelphia and you know how funny acting yeah. they is. Yeah, so, that, and they go into the West Fargo joint. That was, wasn't it the same one that they had the the Rumble mm-hmm. 2015 at? Yep. Yep. So they try and do anything to keep a little bit of the goodwill with Roman, and he probably you know, get it hey, a little you know, bit more. Cause, you know what's mm-hmm. bad? I think Roman's promos have legit been better. Like, I like his babyface promos. They're very to the point. They're very much about beating people's asses and, and, and doing that. But his matches, how many Superman punches did he throw at uh, at stomping ground? Yeah. He, like, 12? come on, man. Like, uh, I've been saying that shit forever, but nobody never want to listen to me. We heard you, Willis. It was just. We, and we agreed. It wasn't like people, nobody yeah. was arguing yeah. around with yeah. some world beater. We fucking agreed. Wade was for years, Wade Keller was counting the moves that Roman Reigns did in a match. And then he did a Ryback match, and it was like, holy shit, Ryback is way more. Who's the Roman Reigns? How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was like you're the fucking first one to be like, I've been saying this forever. We know everybody else has been too. <laughs> <laughs> but the person they need to worry about turning, the fans turning on in Philadelphia, 
They got to worry about Seth Rollins and damn um, Becky Lynch because a lot of people, because a lot of people are not into that shit. Well, a lot of people before the relationship stuff were kind of cooling on Becky. I got listened to the to the to the double or nothing version of uh, or episode of the Dead Ass Dead Ass Girls podcast. And one of the first things, I mean, it's about all or nothing or all uh, a double or nothing. And it was one of them was like, I think Gina's like, I'm sick of Becky Lynch. And this is like, you know, six weeks, you know, four weeks ago. Uh, yep, and, you know, and, and, like, I'm sick of Lynch and blah blah blah. And who cares? And Dre, he says, you know, that, he says she's corny, and he's been felt like that. But you know, despite you know her popularity and her push, he's been pretty consistent. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's 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 certainly there. If they cheer Lacey and Baron Corbin. Over second Becky. Yeah, I might, I might, I might be a, a native Austinite when people ask. <laughs> and with that, and with that, and now Central Texas And with that interview coming out on, on out Sports Illustrated. Yeah, with that interview coming out on Sports. Oh, I guess y'all cut me off. No, 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 you, you, you just. Uh, what I was saying was what I was saying. What I what I was getting ready to say with that interview no, coming out on Sports Illustrated. Yeah. What on Sports Illustrated and if that Philadelphia crowd yeah. might yeah. Yeah, that it's gonna yeah. be interesting to see. It is. Man, I can't read. Nope. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, y'all can let me go. <laughs> Talk to you, man. Good All stuff. Right, man. All right, bye. Um, yeah, how's your time, uh, Cam? I got a couple minutes. Okay, so watching Nikki Cross versus Bailey uh, from last night, I was like, she shouldn't lose Bailey, but I was like, she has to because. The story, they got to come. I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for them to come full circle with Bailey, right? Like, where really her character was just fucking murdered. Yeah. Fucking murdered again. I mean, Extreme Rules two years ago. Um, So, this is how how I would like (laughs) this thing to go at Extreme Rules in two weeks. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss for the. Uh, SmackDown Women's Title, and because Bliss isn't even a SmackDown uh, uh, wrestler and is going to go back to Raw, Bailey wears her ass out with a kendo stick and pins her in under a minute, and we move the fuck on. And Bailey, you know what I mean? I I think that would it's not going to happen. Is how I <laughs> I would do it. Where she Bailey, she picks up the thing. They're like, she's not going to eat, and and then uh, and Alexa goes, you know, turns her back like. You're such a pussy. Yeah, you're not even going to use it because, and then and and they've been building this up this up for the last week or so, talking about it. And she turns her back or something, or gives her her free shot, and that's all she wrote. She wears her ass out, belly to belly, <laughs> suplex, and uh, one two three. And then the next Tuesday on Raw, Bailey comes out with a regular damn ponytail, and would officially be done with hug, hugger hugger Bailey. 
And she don't have to be a bad girl. Thinking about this a long time. Smoking, you know, smoking cigarettes in the back because a memory came up from two years ago, and it said, I think it was today or yesterday, and it was like, "Bad Girl Bailey" with jet black, a jet black hair ponytail to the other side. A pack of cigarettes rolled up in her sleeve like a fucking James Dean movie. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey, Bailey the Cheaper. Bailey the Cheaper. Nobody understands her. Like, yeah, that's a heel, heel Bailey. I'm trying to move. <laughs> so, yeah, so they don't have to go there. They don't have to go heel Bailey. Just serious. You know, I'm still a baby face. I'm still a good person. But, you know, I'm not necessarily. Uh, maybe we can cut it with the fucking wacky, wavy uh, uh, balloon guy in my interest. No, yeah, I just think, like, again, it's, it's all Kylie Ray's fault. Like, I just see Bailey as not I, that's really strange. That's, huh? that, 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 that's, I understand. Like, oh, I see strange. on the surface. Like, yeah. I see, like, okay, I get where he, uh, why they are similar. Same thing with Jesse Alabans, who just got a new name. Um they they do you know similar smiley fucking stu- you know over the top happy yeah uh, but to go a lot she ruined it for me or she ruined Bailey for me I'm like yeah, I think a lot of it is awesome. how much we saw <laughs> Bailey and just how she never really got to be who she was in NXT mm-hmm. and you know it's funny so I'm I'm gonna sound like such a hypocrite now uh, because oh. talking about how. I didn't have a problem with Seth Rollins in particular saying that, um, saying that, hey, I'm, I'm getting money over here. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with – okay, so let's start from the beginning. When you and I did the Bailey Q&A, um, it was like – not that she seemed bitter, but she was very much, oh, everybody who told me I wasn't going to make it asked me for tickets now. Like that's word for word what she said. Yeah. Um, and so when she – popped up on social media with the picture of her having all the belts and the money in the bank. I was like, and the caption was like, everybody says I peaked, huh? And I was like, okay, baby. All right. Because because I looked at it and I was like, well, yeah, you've had all these titles, but what was a good run with those titles? Like the NXT one? Absolutely. The SmackDown yeah. one so far, absolutely. But the tag title was they let y'all go to NXT one time and make it sound like those were gonna be the traveling titles lost them on your first defense. Yeah. Like like a, a yeah, lot of that. that. What the fuck was that about? They did go to NXT cut that you know, really good and passion promo and yeah, they haven't been the iconics certainly ain't uh, they should the iconics they could have even made that a point of having the Iconics go and be like, we left this place. <laughs> you can get out of here fast mm. enough. You think we're going to come back here to defend these? Nope. And then their music yeah. plays and they get the fuck out of there. <laughs> but exactly. at least you're, you're at least like squaring that, uh, you know, you're tying up that loose goddamn end. Of, yeah. You, you know, like you set something up and didn't even try to pay it off. Let's, uh. So, yeah, like I. But I would like to see her get like just a defined character, and even if it's if it's that, if it's yo y'all doubted me, but I'm busting everybody ass. I'm fine with that. It just needs to be something. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I hope that Alexa and Nikki aren't team hell no. In that mm. it's meant to be a short thing, turns out to be a, a really really long thing. Because I think like Nikki no, is, you know, she was off TV for so long. Like I think that. You know, she she really is new to this audience. 
Um, her and Bailey, you know, went out there. I think had a pretty good match. Um, I think she's showing that she's not just. She's on SmackDown. Showing that she's because did you did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's had a pretty good match, and I just think that she's showing she doesn't just have to be, you know, crazy person in NXT where where that works because of that audience interaction. Um, I don't and think the group she was with. That's there to write that. But they're not yeah, around so, anymore. She's just a when she does that psycho running around throwing her jacket, it just seems out of place because they've never explained why she liked it. Before it was yeah. like, well, she's with this crazy group and. You know, they're mm-hmm. actually kind of calm compared to her. So, um, and then you had like the Oscars of the world, where she could go out and then tear it up with. Like yeah. they had like the women's, uh, you know, falls count anywhere. Well, that was because they wasn't a fan um, match with her and Oscar with the the, the finish with the puts off the ladder onto the down table. Yeah, and they, they both just died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they both died. But um, yeah, I I do have to be. Don't All forget right. in twenty minutes. Shayna Yoshirai cage match that should be dope. Um, yeah, and then starting next week, guys, because I know how much you want to hear this. Um, we're not going to run into this issue anymore. Um, as long as schedules permit, Trav and I will be sharing space during these shows, and so it should be a bit more cohesive. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys when we get there. Duffy Camp. All right, like and that trans and that transitions us. To our other uh, friendly neighborhood co-host, uh, Rich Fan, welcome to the show. Hey. Um. Hold on a second. Gosh, I, sure. Oh, 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 Trey. Um. Oh no, no. You need talking to Trey. Oh yeah, no, I got time. It was just Good. while you're talking to me, Trey is not happy because. Oh, sorry, Trey. There's, there's no power on the tablet. You're gonna have to eat without tablet, buddy. No, he was just. Oh, uh, poor guy. Melissa has precious screen in front of him. Who can we start yeah, calling? So what can we start calling? Even though I'm barely a millennial, I'm like on the cusp. I think I missed being a millennial by nine months. Um, but what can we call? What can we, you know, thirty almost forty somethings call like even the generation Trace guy? Like, <laughs> them, like the, the oh, six to I think they're called technically they're like. They move millennials from Z to his generation. They're not going to be Z. Can't eat without your script. Back in my day, I'd have my TV dinner in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have to have our individual goddamn uh, stands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, them brownies, man, in the in the TV dinners were. Oh, they were fast back in that day, boy. Like, how does everything? They make dessert and, and, and dinner all in one, all in one, uh, one um, but yeah, yeah. Um, what the heck did I want to say? I wanted to continue. He was talking about Bailey, Bailey, um, Kylie Ray, um, a serious character, money. Oh, fuck. Uh, hopefully it comes back to me, but uh, yeah, so what's going on with you? Uh, Not much. I got to leave at 8 to cover Uncharted Territory because Sean's out tonight. Um, and hopefully I can watch some NXT because I want to see that cage match. Yeah. Uh, not much. Oh, oh that's, um, what it was. that's what it was. That's what it was. 
um, how are they going to deal? What are we going to do? And I, I should have asked before Cam got out of here. Like in the fall, come all, come uh, October and shit when when AEW starts, presumably on Wednesday. They got they they got yeah. the trademark for Wednesday Night Dynamite. And, Two hour show. Yeah, and 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 so so that it's going to go head up with NXT, right? So mm-hmm. as far as like how we record, we're recording while NXT is on. The last hour of this show is on uh, with NXT. It starts in twenty minutes. So it's like, well, do we switch over and watch goddamn uh, start watching AEW? My, I'm personally more inclined to keep doing what we do, like just react to live NXT and watch that, do that, and then give AEW a proper watch, not on mute, you know, with yeah. you know that kind of thing. So, um, I, I was thinking about this when you first because you had mentioned but, this. Uh, but then, when but, we were doing, but, my, but, but I put it in the group chat. I know, but my um. My standard answer would be to keep doing what we're doing and watch AEW later, but then that means we're going to have to not react to AEW till literally a whole week later. We're going to be talking about last week's show while this week's show is on live, and it's just like, fuck, that presents a challenge. I think one of the ways we can do it is similar to how we handled The Expanse and other shows we would watch on Wednesday. When it was like when we were in the role and then it started getting weird with the schedule. Where during the show, you watch the first hour of, um, or you watch NXT. And then after it ends, you could watch the first and second hour of AEW and we could react to that live on VIP. At least the second hour together. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, like the just, old way I would do with my buddies. <laughs> I mean, at this point, <laughs> well, think about it. This the, the the one thing I will say in your favor when it when it comes to this. Hold on one second, Trey. Did you want some more? Or are you good for now? Not yet. Okay. Um, the one thing I would say in your favor when you created the East Coast cast, it's not a part. It's its own thing within the torch. So it's not like it messes right. up the daily cast if we move it to another day. Oh, it's yeah. just what y'all schedules are like. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, that's a, yeah, for sure. I don't have to think about it. Yeah, you're right. It's not even a thought. Yeah, so if you move it to Thursday. I, I wouldn't, I, again, I err on the do what you've been doing. No mean mm-hmm. change. It's like I need a very good reason to to do things differently. And, right. and I don't know if AEW is going to be that, but it might. Because I don't know if I want to be talking about a, a seven day old show literally while the new one is is on air. Like who the fuck's care? And they're going to be like, it's going to be people calling okay. in that it's are weird. actually watching yeah. that are actually watching AEW live, and we're going to be talking about last week's show. So. Right. And it probably has to be how it is, and we'll you know, deal with it how, you know, in, in real time. But, well, yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's uh, let's go to Brooklyn and talk to talk to Mike. 
And you got fast already on the oh, shit. You know what? Before we bring Mike on, I want to do these damn non VIP emails. Mm-hmm. Before we uh, get too deep. Yeah, because it's got to be on the edge. Don't trip. You can try it, right, but so, remember, don't get your sauce on there. All right, so Jabron chimes in from Vegas. He says, uh, two questions for y'all this week. Let me get this straight. Samoa Joe takes an L on Sunday, lost mm-hmm. his title. Then Monday, he's in the title picture with what I'm guessing will turn out to be a title shot at Extreme Rules. I'm a fan of Joe, but how does that make any sense at all? There's little to no backstory as to why he would attack Kofi. Um, yeah, as like like I said with the Shane Drew uh, Undertaker Roman match, it felt like I missed an episode. Like, okay, I get that he, Joe attacked Kofi on Monday, but it's a it's a match by Tuesday with no explanation. Like, I don't even need a deep a detailed explanation. I don't like. I'm not, I want to disagree with Jabron. Like, no, he attacked that man and. It's a pro wrestling trope that if you're not necessarily in contention, if you go after the champion, you at least you get yourself a match with him or her mm-hmm. to then beat him in some way, even if it's by DQ, uh, you can then get yourself a title match. So that's been happening in wrestling forever. So the fact that he lost his – he was a champion. He lost his championship. He's not just some guy that – he he he's not the guy who uh, he didn't. It's not like Ricochet. Let's say it's not. It's not like Joe retained and Ricochet then attacked Kofi the next day to get a title shot. You like this guy couldn't even win the U.S. title, and now he's going after the. You know that would be more of an argument. But like, right. who the fuck yeah. was a U.S. champion? And in, in, in a different world, the U.S. champion and the Intercontinental champion were always technically the number one contender, and you know, in certain ways, to the to the big belt. Yeah, so it's not the number one contender. It, the number, you know, number two, like overall, whatever, however those things went. Yeah. I always look at it like how when Rock and Triple H had their ladder match at SummerSlam. And everybody knew, like, Triple H won, but Rock was already moving on to bigger things. And in the current cycle, everything's so compressed. The one thing I would have appreciated was kind of like how they had that Charlie interview with AJ Styles do the same thing with Kofi. And he's like, this dude wants to hit me from behind, you know, do it to my face. Yeah, yeah, that's where the, the whole did I miss something aspect comes in with me. Yeah. Like, they just kind of... Blue like the setup of, of of this kind of thing, like no promos. I know the extreme rules is coming up quick, but damn, they just showed the graphic and had the people react to it as if they already cut, you know, already talked about it the, the night before or the, the week before. It's it like, hey, we got matches. Like at least we knew what, and you know, the winner take all. That got set up in the promo. Oh, what I did like was typically when they have the, if you win this match, you get inserted. Well, the person wins that match because it's usually no point right. in doing that. I love the fucking going away from expectation. Like, nope, that was just mm-hmm. something we needed to do on TV. He ain't in the match uh, in two weeks. <laughs> I was like, cool. Yeah, it's like, we're done here. 
Yeah, it's like no need to have a fucking arbitrary bullshit three-way that uh, that nobody asked for and nobody demanded. Nope, we just we just literally needed a main event for TV, and that's and that's okay. Yeah. All right, moving on to Jabron's next question. I'm guessing Brian still is still a heel. I guess because he's the champion, he's saying he would wear the title because it was made out of leather. And how animals had to die to make the belt out of leather. Now he's wearing the tag title. Says nothing about these titles being made out of leather. Out of leather. I don't expect WWE to make them different tag titles, but wouldn't he at least still talk about it in his promos? Just a thought, and I wanted to know your thoughts on it. That's yes. It would be it would be nice because all it would take is an offhand comment. It's not even something he has to put a ton of thought into. Right. Yeah, he could, some of he it could, also is Daniel Bryan. He... I'm listening. Oh, okay. Some of this is also Daniel Bryan taking his shots and like he is the most unfireable human on the planet. Like, so for him, he probably did bring it up, and then they kept saying no, and so he's like, okay, and he'll bring it up in commentary when randomly they can't stop him, like he did with all the stuff they did last week. When they were making all the jokes about like, hey, the bushwhackers thing, but have you ever seen the sheep herders on WWE Network? Those guys are great. Who said that, Brian? And you're like, Brian. Yeah, he was on the. He was on, and then it, you know, so it's like, where did yeah, you say that? They were what was the like, context? Like, heavy it. machinery was wrestling, and they basically were doing banter on commentary, saying, hey, they're fun. Oh. He's like, he's like, you know, they could be like the Hall of Famers, like the Bushwhackers. He's like, well, Bushwhackers are in the Hall of Fame, so Coco beware. That doesn't really mean anything to me. He said He's like, that? if you think the bushwhack, yes. Oh shit. And then you know, I was mentioning with Cam because he was talking about the like he and I falling opposite sides of the set thing. Like once Seth mentioned the money, I was like, eh, that's like that's weak. And I yeah. get where Cam's coming from with like it being the rap game. But then one of the things that most chuckled me was the fact that someone made a tweet of all the wrestlers that were better than Seth Rollins. And Daniel Bryan liked it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> he was like, name the people who could do what I do. You can't. And so this dude quote tweeted him, listed all these people, including Daniel Bryan. And he was like, think I'll take that. And I'm like, he, you can't like you know Jeff was saying like yeah this dude is unfireable. I'm like you're right. He's like the second y'all even thought of firing him, he's showing up everywhere in the world at once. Damn, that's uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I I I I dig that <laughs> from Brian. That's that's awesome. Yeah, he sh- he. That's why. So I think with something like that, I think uh, to his point, I think that is a fair question. But I also think, having seen him, I mean, look at his book. His book he wrote. One of the biggest points about WWE is that it's a caricature of wrestling. It's not actually wrestling. So he probably wanted to bring it up, or he probably has some promos in the, in the chamber. <laughs> he's going to bring up about how this is in honor of Lucius, who was a calm, gentle. 
cow who wanted nothing more than the grave. And I wear this skin to remember Lucius, despite mm-hmm. the hatred that's imbued with it. That's all it needs. That's what I'm saying. That's all. That's all it would take. And but the, and I Vince doesn't about, care enough I, right now about I the tax And he could even say, "I didn't want to be a hypocrite like you people." And make myself feel comfortable with them, you know, with an all-natural, uh, naturally fallen oak and hemp title. I wanted to feel Daisy's flesh on my flesh, so I could be reminded, you know, kind of like why. Yep. Uh, Mar- uh, I, I don't know if it's uh, in other religions, but like Christian, not Christian martyrs. What are they? What was the guy from like um, Angels and Demons? Who whipped himself? Who fucking flogged himself? Oh yeah, flagell. Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guys who flagellate themselves. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's like so they can constantly be reminded of the pain that Christ was in, and you know, never basically never forget what you know, never forget. And he, you know, he can't invoke those that imagery or even say those words on on WWE TV. But Brian's smart enough to come up with it, come up with a way to say that in his in his own way. But yeah, like no, 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 no. I don't want to be a hypocrite like you people that go out and make yourself more comfortable so you can forget about and let the other savages roam free outside and let them destroy and pollute their world while you're in your nice little solar panel house. You know, no, we got to remind. He could have just. It could not have made any damn sense, but it could have. He could have. It could have made sense to him, and that's all. Heal, good heal, like him. And I'm, and I'm sure for them, though, with the tag, because you've seen with Vince McMahon, he's not the biggest person with tag teams. He probably also doesn't have the time and leeway to kind of mess around like he was when he was a solo act. You yeah. know, even though he had Harper, not Harper, I'm sorry, Rowan as his guy, like then they would put energy behind it. Now as a tag team, this is essentially, you know, I, I call Daniel Bryan's contract he signed with WWE the greatest solitary confinement bid one can get. Because they're like, we can't let you leave. If you try to leave, we're going to say that you're too injured to get out of your contract. So we're going to pay you more to run out this contract. Because you know the second he gets to the end of that sucker. They're going to be like, oh, Daniel, that head looks a little crazy. Let's just, uh, let's, just, let's just carry this over another year. Let's see what you're doing. Well, I don't know if they'd be able to get away with that again. Again, that's the they yeah, got him. Yeah. Remember, it took it took three times with Ray Mysterio before they got him out of it. Yeah, but Ray legitimately had he just couldn't. They, you know, they had they had the wording in the contract, and he didn't. You know, he was injured and wasn't on available for TV. Available, Brian. Available. He can wrestle. He ain't. He he's not hurt. And but hey, Daniel, uh, remember that but, you know, route. What after WrestleMania? Then y'all told me to go home. Yeah, take a rest. Again, no, we know. Like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna call that, call that month back. Give you another month. Is, is isn't that uh you know New Japan's biggest show? Uh, we're gonna wait a month. Oh, AEW's <laughs> interested. Yeah, let's wait another uh, seven years. You know, <laughs> we'll see how you're doing. Uh, it's, it's wild. I mean, uh, God bless like Mike Canellas, Maria, uh, who I've got one Mojo, and uh, Gender for getting five year contracts. Recently, that's what Canellas. Yeah, like last couple okay. of days. Yeah. 
or a couple of weeks in the case of Mike and Maria. But yeah, yeah, I'm like, man, secure that bag. Yeah, like even if nobody's calling, well, also Jinder Mahal wasn't going no fucking where. Jinder Mahal better sign for five years. Jinder Mahal gonna show up in New Japan for or goddamn AEW? Nope. No. You like Jinder? Jinder. Right, so, uh, thanks, Jabron. So Mike chimes in. Mike from Grand Rapids. Mm. He usually uh, hits us up uh, on the uh, VIP tip, but he wants to talk to us. He wants this known live, and it's a good thing you're you're here. So, and, and Mike from Brooklyn, stay stay there, man. We we, we coming to you. So Mike in Grand Rapids goes. <clears throat> Let's talk about closed captioning. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, the use of closed captioning was discussed, and Craig went so far as to say it was it was fucking weird that Travis has it on all the time. I have to stand by Travis and announce that I also have have closed captionings on more often than not with audio as well. You know, mine isn't more often than not. It's just on. <laughs> it's just the way. It just it just is. Audio, no audio. They're just there. Says I do this particularly with movies and shows I've seen before. It's almost like getting a more complete version. The caption might reveal something subtle you hadn't heard. Yep, that happens. Or maybe they clarify dialogue you hadn't understood due to conditions in the scene or a character's accent. Yep. It's also interesting to read descriptions of sound effects or music that are pertinent to the scene. Rising crescendo. <laughs> That's always cool. Uh, they and that was my parent parenthetical. Uh, they all they will often cite the artist and title of a pop if it's a popular song is playing. Hell yeah, that's true too. He says he continues. Yeah, because they marry them over because yeah. it's not just closed captioning; it's also descriptive text for the people who have uh, vision issues. Oh well, they have vision issues and can't see the visual. How can they read the fucking text? Because it'll speak it out. Oh, oh, okay. Then, then there we go. Yeah, because we do that with websites and stuff. At, 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 like that's one of my side projects I have to do for our our office, which is really cool to see that happen live. Because then, if you're overly descriptive, all you're hearing is like, Travis Bryant sits in his chair and talks about the East Coast cat. It's like that. You don't, they don't. Right. A man sits in like, his chair and talks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, he continues. Another weird thing, each show you watch with captions is likely the work of a single person, but different. Wait, each each show you watch with captions is likely the work of a single person, but different people seem to do different episodes. So you get slight variations. For example, if you watch episodes of The Office back to back, the first episode's theme music might be described as upbeat music. And the second episode's might be Instrumental rock music. What can I say? I enjoy cheap thrills. I don't have a deep need for captions to be on. I don't have a deep need for captions to be on, but there's definitely some value. And there should be no shame. Uh, thanks as always, uh, Mike and Grand Rapids. Yeah, I don't I don't need to because sometimes I'm watching a thing and I realize, fuck, my captions aren't on. And I've been watching this thing for two hours and clearly all good. It's clearly fine, and I and I can understand what's happening perfectly. But I'm turning them damn captions on as soon as I realize. But along it, I wouldn't watch WWE Network on my PlayStation, and I would watch it on my Roku because 
because, and this was more important because I had it on mute or very low, so I need the captions. But they wouldn't, the captions wouldn't uh, work on the PlayStation, or at least not consistently. Like you would turn it off, and it wouldn't like be saved. It was just a pain in the ass to always have to turn the damn captions on, and sometimes they work, sometimes they didn't. But now it's it's been it's been it's been fine. Um, so yeah, so thanks, Mike, for that. Uh, yeah, no shame in the caption game. No, I do the same thing, and I do it mainly because I I started first doing it when I was on the first starting to run on the treadmill, so I could kind of if I missed something I could keep still like understand what they were talking about. Sure. All right, as promised, let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's going on? What up? Trav, Rich, what's going on, fellas? Thank you, my Not friend. much, my dude. Ain't not, um, before I lose my train of thought on it, on this um situation, I want to give both of y'all guys perspective because, I mean, we already know what it is, but do you think, um, like, um, Kenny Omega, like, took it too, you know, like, too much to heart as a, you know, just like just wearing his heart on his sleeve instead of thinking like an executive and knowing that they hot as fish grease now. So WWE's going to try to, you know, to do something to put a damp on their shit because, you know, I'm quite sure you know Rich and Trav by now mm-hmm. that they doing it, you know, the evolve 10th anniversary on the same day as the fight for the Fallen, you know, is. And with that being said, this is just, you know, my prediction of, you know, what I'm saying and take it for what it's worth, you know. But I feel as though the same way. That first episode of, you know, AEW on TV, I think they're going to, you know, try to counter-program and probably give you an NXT of like a takeover level. And what y'all guys think about that? Rich? Oh, sure. Um, for me, Mike, first, I agree with you. I think it's a lesson learned. Um, like, one of my good friends, one of our good friends, Steve, is, like, unabashedly on the other side of most things AEW, and I respect that. For me, I think the issue is his heart's on his sleeve, but if you, he wasn't who he was, he wouldn't have gotten to the point he'd be in the position he's in. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I put... I put it up with, and this one you kind of could appreciate. Like, I wasn't the biggest yeah. fan of Mellows as a Nick, but I knew anytime somebody had something to say about him, the second I saw Hoodie, Hoodie Metal, it wasn't going to be just him talking about. It. He's going to have Instagram posts. He's going to have tweets. You're going to see him everywhere working out to prove like you're not going to be talking about me today, buddy. And right. I think Kenny's got a lot of that in him. Where like if he believes in something. Like, if it was just the video game one, like the one that's coming this weekend, uh, I don't think it would be as big a deal as for gun violence victims. I think he really did take, like, wow, I didn't, I mean, he's like, I knew we were going to be, even that, the tweet, he's like, I knew we were in competition, but this is making me, it's like, but that's what this is going to be. I even, uh, you know, I put in our group chat, the, you know, uh, one of the guys I follow is an old British dude who brings up a lot of historical stuff. People forget that back in the day when Kerry Von Erich was huge before Vince signed him, the WWF called an athletic uh, commission during an AWA show 
to say that legally he shouldn't be able to wrestle because he's an amputee. And at the time, no one knew he was an amputee publicly. Like, so that's like, you're taking somebody's money out their pockets. Right. Like, this is what they do. And it's like, you can it's go for right. the cash. But that's, I mean, those two things aren't, aren't the same. I mean, they're counter-programming against something that's, uh, like, that's Kenny's thing, is that they're counter-programming against something that's going to be, that's... Uh, oh, no, this is the AEW thing. The first, this is one of the first things uh, Tony Khan wanted to do because, you know, the, all the gun violence, particularly in Florida. Right, with the, right. I'm saying and the difference so, between this situation and the amputee thing was just kind of like scummy company trying to put the kibosh on another a territory. Right, that's just kind but, of traditional. But it wasn't just a, it wasn't just doing that. You're also because remember, he also he, at the time I see what you're saying. At the time, Kerry Von Eric was so fiercely defending and hiding the fact he was an amputee. Yeah, that was also messing with him. Like it was his just career, yeah, 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 sure, sure. No, 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 totally. But I just they're they're just a little. I, I think they're they're different. And if I'm Kenny, I don't believe that tweet. I keep that shit up. Like what the fuck? Came, a lot of people responded with like, "Well, you hired a sexual offender to be a ring guy in your ring crew last year, and uh, the Khan family is doing this, that, and the third. And, and I'm like, "Where was this energy with WWE? Because if you're talking about sexual offender, you do know Jerry Lawler was an announcer right. to most of our challenges, right?" right. <laughs> Jerry Lawler, fucking Mel Phillips, whoever he may be, like, let's not do this. Let's not go down that lane, like. Right, you like got a bunch right. of you, 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 like you got a bunch of murderers. You got a bunch of you, you, you know what I'm saying people that done did shit and got off in that hall of fame. Like we not gonna like let's not yeah. even go there. Yeah, like I don't like yeah, personally for me. Right. I don't know about y'all. Like with AEW, I've been giving them a wide berth because it's like you've been. This is month six. When they get to the point where they have a dude kill his wife, kid, and then gets on CNN because of it, then I'll call it high horse. Until then, you're calling right. made a spade with WWE. Right. right. Like, what that's, I was the saying, like, that's the fucking phoniest what about it. Um, it's like, wait, that's not even on any kind like there's there's levels to everything. Like that's not even like it might be terrible that they hire a fucking sex offender to be on their ring crew or whatever the situation is. But like why would you be stupid enough to even try to compare that to a global conglomerate doing business and being a propaganda wing for fucking uh uh, a, a brutal uh, the, uh, uh, theological dictatorship. Give me a fucking break. Right. My fucking theological right. <clears throat> And right, of course, you know, today it was announced that, you know, the fight for the fallen will is, you know, free on BRLI. You know, and then they got, um, you know, all in, or all, all out in SummerSlam probably within a week of you know, within a week of each other. So it's like, this is what they should have geared up for. You know, with mm-hmm. WWE events, he can't stand to have. You know what I'm saying? He got mm-hmm. like the he got like the the, the, the puff daddy guard no. complex. Like there could be no, there could be no. You know what I mean? It's just us. And you know, as far as this concept, like, would be you know, with this 
two out of three fall shit, and, and, you know, it's going to get to a point where it's going to get redundant. I understand what you're trying to do, like speed shit up, you know, yeah. without the brakes and all that, but it's kind of slower and lagging and show down. And then <clears throat> right now it's just the fucking overusage of the same crop of guys on Mondays and Tuesdays. Like, you got a locker room full of dudes. Like, get them some play. Like, it was refreshing to finally see fucking Finn Balor. Yeah. And Nakamura yeah. back out there. But it's like. The IC champ was. I, couldn't, I think it's Finn Balor, but right. I haven't seen him in weeks, so I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, being that they're doing the wild card shit, and you see kind of like the early stages of maybe, you know, them putting the club back together, they need to just put him, you know with them and just let them fucking just run right now because this robotic corny you know yeah. playing don't, don't expect anything to, good brother, to come to good brother's way like they're not that's, what, that's the only reason yeah, I can't think this, if they're going anywhere corny, with this AJ thing that, that's going to make them look good it might be something yeah. to make them kind of finally like break on TV break they, uh, get, yeah. they might have a TV break to, of them, them and AJ, just so when they leave, there's no connection to, you know, so to speak. To but if you do it, you might as well, I mean, you might as well do it right, print some fucking T-shirts, make a little bit of money off, you know, off of them, because that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, with him, he got to do something different. Like, to me, his his character is just too just fucking apple pie, just cut, good-looking, smiling, robotic. Like it's I don't like it's it's almost like they stripping his cool away from him. They kind of taking the cool away from him. I mean, he still yeah, got it. To, you know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like they yeah. yeah. They're trying to take the shine off him on the way out, and it's not going to work because the people who respect him for the stuff they did before they got there are still going to respect him when they leave. Right. It's not like you can say gallows and. Gallows and Anderson suck when they're in New Japan back in the heavyweight division. You're, no one's gonna believe that. They're gonna believe. Like I, I joked on Twitter on Monday. You know, the dude who took Okada to the limit in the G1 Climax Final is still gonna be Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. I to this day I still remember him hitting that buckshot lariat and freaking out because I was like I did not know it was possible for that man to do a flip clothesline. And he yeah, Carl the Anderson, first he's, a, he's, a, he's a fucking machine. Like, he can go. But <clears throat> what I'm saying is I see them getting a push now because they don't want them to leave. They know they're right. good they're, friends with the competition. They're on that Gene Ambrose tip. So, right. They don't, and, and they know they could go there and they have more legs to stand on in AEW that are deep in their tag division, which is already fucking fire. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... I don't know how these guys don't expect that shit to happen. Like, you really think that this dude, and then now with him and all these billions coming into play, like, it's just even more money I could spend and waste. And it's just like that Evolve shit, that's probably just like the first step. Next thing you know, you might have Evolve versus NXT, you know, the day that they premiere on, you know what I'm saying? Some shit like that go down. Like, he's going to try to count a program. Like, like, yep. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, yeah, like people have been talking, be... like Mike. People have been talking about how, like, well, you know, 
AEW shouldn't say anything. These other people shouldn't say anything. This has been like I was trying to talk to like Cam and Trav and the rest of my boys in the group. Like this reminds me when I was in Brooklyn and when I was in grade school, and there'd be a bully, and they would say stuff to get you to fight back, and then they want to crush you. And it isn't that you they were waiting for the fight back, but they just wanted to figure out what it was to get you to even think of pushing back on. Them. Because Triple H was the one who started this by calling him a little piss and company. And I could buy them just to fire you at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Cody's throne thing was the reaction to that. And now this. And then, you know, they reacted by magically creating an NXT UK pay-per-view the same week, night as Royal Quest for New Japan. And then the same day is all out. Like, this well, is going to keep I mean, going. Yeah, well, I mean that UK shit is gonna be it's gonna be pretty tight. Well, I mean like realistically, and we notice that shit is gonna get crushed by all that. No doubt in my mind, it's gonna get crushed. Like not even in the same league. You already got the place sold out. You already got fucking Starcast moving, which is why we gotta get these fucking emails and to whoever Conrad and. You know what I mean? Whoever, whatever we got to do. Like, even if I, you know what I mean? Set the mm-hmm. tone. Like, we got to get the East Coast cast at this, you know what I mean? At this event. <laughs> this shit is, yeah. is too many guys that done came behind y'all. And they're getting, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We're going to try to be that. That stole the whole fucking like format. That done stole everything, you know what I'm saying? And took it and, took it and yeah. run with it. And they, you know, they, they, they getting on with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. That's Chicago grind my gears, but um. Well, for me, I look at it, and that's why I like the dynamic between the three of us. Like Cam is the right. one that's ready for the smoke. Travis will start a fight, and he'll finish it if he has to, but he'll say what he has to say. For me, I just I want the work to speak for itself. Like the three I'll of us, well, starting with Travis creating this. What? Yeah. Right. You do. You. I mean, you will like when you were there with Willis. It wasn't like you were there to start a fight. You just told him like that's a pretty dumb reason to go out to a house show. It wasn't like you were trying to start a fight with him. You were just giving your opinion. Mm. Well, then, yeah. and then at the end, I, I, I accepted the reason because it was a thing. It was a group. It was a, a hangout. More than we gotta go see right. some good wrestling. It was not nah, a bunch of dudes I ain't seen since March or April. Or getting together and we're gonna, you know, act a fool for a few hours. Like that's why they're going to a house show, not <laughs> you want to see Seth Rollins and fucking Aaron Corbin. So yeah, fellas, I jumped on earth, you know, a little late, mm-hmm. so I ain't hear y'all speak about the Seth Rollins joint. Did y'all think he was too emo? Because I thought he was too emo. And when he said this, that that bank account shit, it just draw me to one fucking particular instance, and that was back in '97 when. Um, Sean and Bret Hart was having like the same kind of fucking argument. Sean was, you know, and I'm I'm quite sure you remember that, Rich. When he was pretty much telling him that, he, you know, I'm better than you now. Like I'm, you know, I surpassed you. I ran circles, and then I think Bret said something to the effect, "Well, you know, like my my bank account is bigger than yours, or some shit like that." And it just, you know, just kind of like just jarred me back to that. It's like. <clears throat> Seth to say yeah, that, like, I, homie, you you, you 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 lost that one, bro. For you for you to go there, but that's, that's, a, every, that's a hood corner move. Like, I got more money than you, boy. Is the same. Like, 
I don't know the context. I wasn't watching at the time, and I haven't done a bunch of, you know, I don't I haven't caught up with, with that certain, that few, the Brett Sean stuff. I don't, whatever. I just know the kind of peripheral stuff. Um, I, it's, it's a, again, it's about person that, like, Shawn Michaels was a bona fide piece of shit at the time, right? So I'm inclined to be like, Brett probably was fucking absolutely justified in saying that, even if it just on paper, 25 years later, looks like a, maybe it might have been a dick move or, or, or a fucking cop-out thing to say. Shawn Michaels probably said all kinds of wild, crazy shit in the lead-up to make Brett say, look, motherfucker, I got more fucking money than you. Shut your dumb ass up. You know, because... Yeah, again, just without context, it's like, yeah, I'm going to... So it's about who says it, how, and then what part of the conversation they say it, right? Like, there are levels to everything. Everything has context. Everything is a template for that works for the next uh, for the next person. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the guise of, you know, that's where it came out of or that that's where it derived from, but... I just thought that, like, it's getting that personal because, you know, like, pretty much, you know, back in that time frame, you know, whatever was coming out them two mouths, they were shooting. They was going at each other hard. And it's like, I don't know, is, is Seth feeling need to be, like, the poster boy for the company now? Like, fuck that. I got to speak up. You know, there's too many shots being thrown this way type shit. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, like cause I felt yeah. in that frame, like, I thought that to me and Travis, I, I, you know, Travis and Cam talked about it a little bit. I think before I got on, um, I I thought that, like Cam said, it was like rap, and I agree with that. Where like if you can mention money, you got to mention money. I respect that. Uh, but for me, with Seth, and even Shahid brought that up on Twitter with like the idea of, uh, uh, the idea of like back in the day, these guys wore coats and all that, but for me, my counter would be, when Ric Flair did it, that was always his gimmick, face or heel, he'd like, shut up, fat boy, you yeah, whore. it was in the context of, in the arena, when, because they didn't have Twitter and shit to have any other context, right. so it was in the arena, but, drawing money. And no, no, even Weird. when he would do it out, and like, he, he's done a couple of them, like, on Twitter, too, when guys are, like, pissing him off, but my counter what? is... Seth Rollins has never been that type of guy, even in character. Right. Even when he was the sellout, right. he's never right. been a guy to talk about. It was banking. jarring to talk here, Seth Rollins, spot monkey fucking Seth Rollins, indie fucking cred, ROH, Tyler Black, Seth Rollins, talk about somebody being a fucking spot monkey and not, you know, just come completely disforgetting, yeah. like, where he came from in a sense. Like, what, what the fuck? This is right. very jarring. Like I said, if this was Roman or John Cena, it'd be, I wouldn't expect that from Cena at this point. He's, he's, completely, like he's come completely around uh, on a lot of yeah, things. He's but too far gone. If it was a, no, 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 no. He's come around. Like, he ain't the, the dickhead he was, you know, eight, ten years ago. Because he got old and realized, like, oh, shit, that all that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's too, yeah, oh, he's he's too far gone. He, he's he's seen... getting too many experiences to still be a fucking asshole. 
But if this was yeah. Roman, I'd expect that he don't have them same experiences Roman or Will or Seth or Will Osprey had. You know, on the indie scene, right. trying to make your fucking best and doing all that. Like, like Seth, I'm not saying nah. he shouldn't have said anything, but it's like, fam, you should understand where this guy is coming from more than anybody. And for you to respond right. like that, it's just like, wow. I did not expect that shit, yeah. That's and why I agree it with, yeah. fed more into the disappointment. Like, oh, this was anybody else. I'd be like, yeah, well, it's company, company guy. Just and I, but Seth, oh, boy. Yeah. I agree with what, what um, Will was saying earlier. Like, they got to tread water with that shit. You know what I mean? Letting them get too personable on shit because, you know, you might have, you know, that quote-unquote crowd now looking at Seth on, you know, Seth's funny now. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, like oh, wow, Playboy, this crowd, how you feel? Like, you, think that crowd you get a little money, of, yeah. A decent amount of people in that Philly crowd will have read or have heard the, the major excerpts of the Sports Illustrated interview, mainly the the, the stuff about uh, Moxley took his ball and went the fuck home. Like, fuck you. And that shit surprised me. Yeah, word. I said, yeah, that shit kind of took me by surprise. Oh, I'm not trying to right. If Seth gave him a heads up, like, yo, I'm about to say this, that, and the third in this interview, just, you know, nothing personal. I'm just, you know, someone take it. Yeah. I'm just playing... You know, I'm on. You know, I'm, I'm on the, my team side. No, you know, even if he did that, still, you don't say that. You don't make that a part of the zeitgeist. You don't have that be a thing you said. Like I said, 15 years yeah. later, it's still 20 years later, almost. It's still not cool that The Rock said that shit about Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he took his ball and went home and told him to get the f out. Yeah. Right. And you know what I thought about, and I wanted you guys—I wanted you guys to kind of talk about this, you and uh, Cam before Cam left, because I know mm-hmm. Cam's been a very good uh, defender of this. What do you, if you call uh, John Moxley taking his ball and going home, working out his contract, and then leaving, and then just saying what issues he had with management? What do you call Sasha Banks right now? Yeah. yeah. Without what do you call Sasha Banks then? Is it Sasha Banks? Did I see? Did I see that head, read that headline right? That she promoted the uh, upcoming AEW thing. She like retweeted. Yeah, she did. She liked it. Yeah, she liked it. Oh, hey, that's different. That's different. Then that's oh, she liked it. I'm sorry. She won out, man. She won out. She wants to go to AEW. That's my dream. Her in AEW, and when Sasha Banks. But what about that, Mike? What do you think about that? Like you, you have somebody saying like this guy took his ball and ran home. But what's Sasha doing then? Because now you're taking someone like I agree. I I would have preferred Sasha did what Dean did because that way people can't whine and complain about it, and she wouldn't lose right. her money because they're going. You know they're going for her money. Like she came in to do WWE uh, 2K20, but she's not gonna see a dime of that until they work out whatever it is. So it's like you're working for free. I hate the idea of that. Because she shouldn't. And the way I see it, yeah. The way I see it, though, Rich, is I feel like, and this is just my opinion, I feel like there's a little bit of jealousy on, on dude's parts because boy is out there sizzling right now on his own. Like, he's the hot dude out right now on his own. Yeah. And it's like, you know, outside the company, outside that shield shit, like, he's more hot. He's hotter than both of them right now. 
Like, and I think about it like this. Both of them. Like, homeboy, like, Moxley is, he's been on, like, even Austin. Like, I was listening to Stone Cold talk about his first show back when he talked with Tony Khan and how there was a weight of two and a half, three years off his shoulders when he heard what happened and what kind of, you know, like, what he didn't necessarily know what was going on in the background and why. And, like, that changed his whole like he had that weight on his soldier lifted because he thought it was just, you know, these guys, like, you know, they were cool before the camera went on, and then it was, like, awful after. And yeah. Austin, but like, they're redo people, it. like, even Wade, yeah, they're going to redo it because he gets it now. Like, he was at the stage of when Austin walked out with Brock, but he couldn't say that. Right. Because he's also wait, wait, still trying to make it work. Who? I, I, I missed something. Who had a conversation that was cool on camera, but that it wasn't off air? Wasn't it? It was Austin and Austin and Moxley were cool, but then the oh, second they started okay. asking the questions, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I heard that in the in the in the interview, his explanation. I thought you were talking about because isn't, isn't Austin interviewing Tony Khan, or did that already happen? Yeah, he did it last week. So that's what I thought. Yeah, he was listen. Talking about. <laughs> yeah, and that's what talking about. He talked to Tony Khan, and he was like, "I was so glad that he did the interview with Wade because then I understood where he was coming from, and a weight came off my shoulder because I thought there was a, I did something to piss him off, or I did something that put him in a space because he he was Austin was also serving two masters because he was trying to make sure he's doing good content for the network. He's not going too far, but he's also asking questions." And on, when Moxley told Wade about how the producer was asking those questions, and he was like, nah, I'm, I'm good on that stuff, the producer basically never gave that relay to Austin. So when Austin asked those questions after they had been cool before the basically cameras rolled, that basically shut him down because he was already like, I don't want to talk about this. And that just leads to me, in my opinion, that leads to more just mismanagement and mis like communication, like you should, they should have, they set Austin out there to fail by not giving him that information because he could have turned it around. Mm-hmm. You're right, church, preach on, brother. Yeah, but they're gonna do it, they're gonna redo it over. But yeah, like just to me, it just feel like you know, they want some like, like some Mace Cameron jealousy shit. Like, I don't understand it. It's like, bro, let that yeah. you know, that man made a choice. You know what I'm right. saying? That you don't know how that shit was affecting his life, or you know what I mean? How he was thinking, sleeping. You know what I'm saying? That man made a yeah. choice. Like at the end of the day, it ain't like y'all ain't knew. Y'all knew since November because Wade broke the news back in what November, December. Right. Like you right. Y'all November. knew what it was what it was headed for. Like, dude said he was out. Like it was no change in his mind. You know what I mean? It is almost similar to the punk story where, like, you can't live and succumb under that, you know what I mean, that, that pressure, you know, that system for so long without that shit, like, just draining you, so, you know. Yeah. And, and like, and, look, and don't, look how it and, turned out. And for me, it's under that keep that same en- energy rule because, remember, we're the first person to talk about it, the WWE schedule is not for everyone after see a punk, right? Right. Cena. And everybody right. got on Cena, like, how dare you? Seth does it, and it's like, oh, yeah, man, you show him, like, 
She's like, no, man. They were you. You were in the room when they were like, let's say these heinous things about your supposed friend with cancer. How do you how do you make that better by 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 like arguing with these people if that's what they want? Like, right. It's not just you arguing about. And and you know well, same thing you would say to Cena. Oh my God! Sorry to interrupt. Any, not a big star. No, it's all good. Are y'all watching NXT live? No, I'm watching no, Beyond. I'm not. covering that for the tour. This fucking guy is wearing a, a bodysuit that has no upper right torso part and no leg, no lower, no leg part. So it's a half. It's a half. Oh my God! I can't even describe it. It's just like he's missing a leg and an arm on opposite sides. He's just, oh, he's not, oh, this isn't the upcoming, the upcoming tourney or up, whatever the fuck that tournament's called. This is Keith Lee by the jobber. Good. I'm glad he's a jobber. I thought he was in this damn uh, upcoming, upcomers tournament or whatever the fuck it's called. But he's just a, oh my, it, it looks so terrible, y'all. It's so garbage. <laughs> it's like he stepped into a trash bag and tore off the, the the right arm part and the left leg part and just left the rest <laughs> and painted the Swedish flag on the front. I think that's looked like flag. a sports channel early '90s indie um wrestler, huh? Man, I, mm. I, on sight unseen, I take the outfits over this guy. Oh man, high energy. <laughs> So, yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so, my next thing I want to ask you guys, yeah. um, do you, um, like, um, I know you following it, Rich. I'm trying to get Trav into following it. Um, what's your what's your view on MLW and the scope of it? Like what I said last week, as it's almost like ECW in the sense of it's like a gateway to what you know to the bigger two now because they you know. They introducing a lot, a lot of um, people in that group. That that group that uh, Jacob Fatu is in. That Contra. Oh, Contra! Group. I love Contra, man. I bought their shirt as soon as I went to that taping. When they tried to Please set Homeboy on fire during guys. the battle riot. Yeah. Woo! And WWE is trying to sign Jacob Fatu. I heard um, WWE and AEW is um, awesome. Yeah, like I, I need him not to. Them. I need him to make money. I don't care where he goes, make money, because he is outstanding. I met him at the uh, Starcast. It was him yeah, and basically every Samoan that Nico's wasn't Rico. signed. That's oh, a Greek flag. Sorry. Sweet. I would like to see the whole group, like, and I know WWE probably wouldn't bring them in, but I know, you know, if they all, you know, if they AEW would do them justice. I would like to see the whole, the whole faction. Like, that would be a good faction for, you know. That would be good um, traction for the elite and, you know, shit like that. That's for yeah. you to go up and shit like that. I would like to see that, like, because them... And them Simon Grimm. A, you know, traction. Yeah. Now, what do you think about Very Simon Grimm underrated. since he joined MLW? Because I love it. Like, I, it's he's, like, he's where a was this killer. guy? Yeah. Where was this guy? It was like, well, yeah, he is a fucking... Yeah, it was like, where was this guy? I'm starting to get kind of get into the Hammerstone cat too. 
the, yeah. the national. I like the, the I like the dynasty. I like the dynasty. All yeah. three of them. Because I see, like I'm watching Uncharted right now, they have Richard Holiday here. Richard Holiday is the other one that's in the dynasty, and he was trained by Paul Roma. And much to Bruce's right. chagrin, I will never ever stop my love of Paul Roma. <laughs> yeah, He's but, like, I've never I'm seen a good Paul Roma match. I was like, that's a lie, sir. Right. And I'm looking forward to the event that's coming up. You know, with um, 5-2 versus... um. Got, uh, Tom, um, Tom Lawler, Filthy Tom. Oh, I love Filthy Tom. For the MLW title. Yeah, Filthy Tom is good, too. Like, MLW is the place for them, but <laughs> other than that, with, like, LAX, you know, contracts and all those guys coming up, do you see them, like, re-signing with um, TNA, or do you see them moving on to AEW or NXT? Like, this shot, because how LAX is talking, like, they went ahead, you know, whatever, you know, hey, all. I love, I, the one regret I had with the Usos re-signing was I wanted to see them in the independent team because I thought them and a team like LAX would be magnificent. Like, just finally getting able to go nuts. Uh, I think, um, I think they should sign. I, if I were them, I would try to go international a little bit more. And then try to see what happens in the fall. I would wait until the fall once they got the TV money coming in. Either to either group, because I think I really think that they are one of the best tag teams in the world. I, you know, I, I disagree with our our Earth. Like Cam has the Usos number one. I would have LAX number one or the Lucha Bros. Right. And it would make sense from an AEW standpoint because, you know, as Tony Khan said on the Steve Austin podcast, that the focal point of the TV show is going to be the tag team tournament. So, and I think that will put more, you know, a little bit more sizzle, you know, on the tag, their tag division if they just have guys like, you know, LAX show up or, you know what I mean, or this guy, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. these teams who's, who's ever available. I think that will give it more of a. You know what I'm saying? More of a rigid feel. You know, you know, going into that. But there's a lot. And then, you know, there's a talk to Rusev's contract coming up. Like, what he's going to do. If he asked for leaving Aspen, they ain't doing shit with him. They killed him. He was, it, it, it was money. They could have been putting money with the, with the whole Rusev day shit. They didn't run with it. They didn't run with it properly. Mm-hmm. And that just killed him. Once they split him and ate an English shop, that was it. That was it. The gimmick was over. So yeah, I agree. My last thing, yeah, my last thing for the night. What do you, what do you think this um this firefly fun house should go? Do you, do you think it's such a point of the man? That's all I got for tonight. Cool. Thanks, um, I appreciate you as always. Um, I mean, I I like how they did the subtle thing with the with the uh, with the puppets backstage and shit. Kind of like I didn't see it. I didn't see it until the memes started going around. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, oh, that's cool. If they, you know, that they're not beating you over the head with it and making it fun for people that are paying attention. It certainly makes you want to pay attention to the random backstage people walking down the hallway now. So in that sense that's a that's a good thing. So 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I still don't know how you turn this into money and how you turn it into any kind of thing that's going to end in the ring and draw you any kind of money. But as far as like an artistic thing and create, you know, fine, fine. It's it's better than I thought, especially six weeks in mm-hmm. or however long they've been doing it. I'm 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 I'm, I'm uh, pleasantly surprised that the that is still a quality skit. Or a quality segment that they're that they're doing on TV every every week, or you know, for the most part, every week. Yeah. Uh, who is Beth Chapman? That is a good question. And does she have big tits? I guess because Mike just shared not Mike from Brooklyn, Mike in Cincinnati. He just shared a meme. It says, rest in peace, Beth Chapman. And it's a casket, but the casket is outfitted with, like, tit space. There's two giant, like, bumps where tits would be because they're so big they can't fit in the casket. I don't know. Who the fuck Beth Chapman is? (laughs) I got no clue. Who? Question mark? Let's see what he said. All right. Um, He's typing back. Let's see. Dog the bounty hider. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did see. I saw. I saw a thing. It was like bounty. Dog the bounty hunter died. I was like, damn. Yeah. Next. (laughs) You know, like, eh. Too bad. Sorry to his family, I guess, maybe. But his his wife died, which you know, I guess. Sorry mm-hmm. to them. Right. Um. Okay. Yeah, she did have some giant hoopers. So I get it. I get it now. Let's wait. Was that it with the emails? Yeah, that's a VIP, Peter. So let's. Uh. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's. Uh. Yeah, let's wrap this thing up with the rail, and then we could. Uh... Shit, last well, week I I'm gonna have it. to run because Trey's now done with food, and I gotta finish this show, and now I can't hear anything because he's playing his tablet. Okay. So we'll talk to you in VIP. Are you gonna try to watch any of the debates right. or any of the debates? Nah, probably not. Okay. All right. So I won't feel too much pressure to. No, no. Cause... I mean, if you see something we'll mention it, we could talk about it, but. I'm, to be yeah. honest, I'm not watching any of them until the late summer because it's like 23 people. Come on now. Well, it's 10 and 10. Like, today and tomorrow, 10 and 10. You, you, you fucking uh, fan that damn uh, typical. <laughs> typical American. I got to I got feed and take care of my child. I can't. Uh, I ain't got time to. Did he hang up on me, that son of a bitch? (laughs) Like, you know what? I don't have to. He's like, I don't have to take this. (laughs) Oh, shit. Darrell, what's happening, man? What up? What's going on, Sam? Not too much. Blame on. Oh, Rich left? Yeah. Yeah, He ain't watching the debates. Oh, Rich, Fox News. (laughs) 
Yeah, Rich like fuck that. Yeah, Rich Fox News. I look Fox forward to uh, the deliberative <laughs> arguments we would have in 2016. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you know, looking back three years later, I'm like totally right, and you know, look where we are now. Because you want to ride for that fucking asshole Hillary Clinton, but you know, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know, but boy. Uh, Ah, shit got intense back then. It's funny that you had said it on the debates, and then he came on and said that because the first thing I was going to say to him, if he was still on, was I was going to call him Rich Fox News. (laughs) 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 And have him um, say he wasn't going to watch the um, Democratic debate. That that even makes it even more. Yeah, you Rich Fox News right now. But, um, yeah, I'm going to watch those debates. I want to see. I want to see if they talk about that um, um, bill that they put up uh, about uh, getting rid of the student loan. Mm-hmm. Or student debt. Yeah. Yeah. Doing I mean, away with I, it regardless. What's, what's uh, like most things, and I, I typically don't. Uh, I'm interested in the, the response and the backlash to certain certain things, topics, uh, what have you. And I just I find it so interesting when poor people. It, it, it's, it's depressing. I mean, you have to laugh to keep from fucking crying. When poor people go out of their way. To absolve rich people, and I'm not talking about wealthy people. Your fucking uh, 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 doctor friend or business owning friend who fucking has a nice life and you know comfortably sends their kids to college and blah, you know like just normal wealthy. I'm talking about the decision making rich people, right? That get to send us to fucking war. Decade after fucking decade, but then when you say, how about maybe we treat the vets that are all fucked up in the head and physically and shit, and then it's, you know, socialism, you're a goddamn socialist and whatever, but, you know, before, you you know, if you didn't want to send them to war, you were a goddamn commie and not a patriot and, you know, what do you want, the terrorists to win, and we, <laughs> and we fall for this shit every time, but then when poor people just go, you know what? I don't think, uh, you know, we signed up for that. We were sold a bill of goods, <laughs> you know, as kids, you know, as high schoolers that you got to go to college, get a degree, that's the only way you're going to make it, you know, and then the people that got out and was like, I'm still making like 40 grand a year and I fucking owe 100 grand in fucking debt that I won't be able to pay down for 25, 30, 40 fucking years in some cases. You see them things yep. that people post, they be like, I, had, I was $50,000 in debt when I graduated college. I paid $37,000 in, loan, in, 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 in you know, student loans, and I still owe $37,000. Like, how the fuck is this possible? And who looks at that and goes, you know, well, you should have. It's depressing, and I don't even want to fucking talk about it because people are stupid, and we're going to miss our another chance and another opportunity, and we're going to fucking keep things the same way, status quo, and people are going to be poor and the fucking rich are going to get richer, and it's fucking gross. Most people are followers. It's fucking gross. Most people are followers, and they're just going to 
for people what they hear on the on what they hear <laughs> their news people say to them or uh, whatever they hear the people who they follow say to them they just gonna repeat what they say and that's when you start yeah. hearing the stuff start switching up and don't sound the same because you know you go to school you go to school right you get these loans then they take out more interest on you than you ever had in on um, school loans yeah. I guess yep. the interest keep building up mm-hmm. yeah most of these people who who be agreeing, and those two people that you say that they're agreeing to this, they be religious zealous too, people who be super religious and, and stuff like that. But I don't want to put that on I'm, them. I'm, I'm putting it. I'm just it's saying. too small of a group. Nah, I get it, but religious zealous. Not religious people, but funding. The religious fundamental is zealot types. You know, they're too fucking small of a group to. You know, they can affect policy and things because they get people in power, but uh, on this level, they, they be I'm, talking about, I'm talking about people that make $40,000 a year and they don't own a goddamn stock, and they hear, well, how are we going to pay for, how are we going to wipe out all student debt? Well, we're going to put a half a percent tax on this uh, stock transaction. We're going to put a, a quarter of a percent of the transaction fee on these bond transactions, and people that don't know what a fucking stock or a goddamn bond, what treasury fucking notes are, what interest rates are, are like, oh my god, that, like, motherfucker, that ain't gonna affect you, the only way it affects you is you're not under this fucking sweltering, you know, heaping debt, you dickhead. But you know, you know <laughs> not only is somebody else going to pay for it, somebody else who fucking should pay for it is going to pay for it. Somebody who's fucking gaming the system and, and can afford it. the fuck? What's wrong with people? They love to defend rich you know people, people and shit on fucking do that, right? Because one day I can you know be, that. I'm gonna that. be a fucking rich asshole and I want to be able to, I don't want my taxes raised. <laughs> yeah, I live in this fucking trailer now, but you know, five years I could be fucking Bill Gates. I don't want to be, have to pay taxes. Well, you know, the people who they listen to cope their argument and make them think that way. By only, by only stated, they don't take the full facts. Like, it's not a right wing thing, like, Darrell. You people, can't put this on, like, Fox not, News I'm not or religion. I'm not saying No, I'm not saying right wing, uh, left wing, because both sides do it, and that's what I'm saying sure. in general. People who they follow, just like if you follow Democrats, they don't demonize it like the right does or like Tucker Carlson will do or in, in, in their segments. But they're going to hear Rachel Maddow or well, some fucking popular left-wing person talk. Or they'll talk nobody about it and they'll have some corporate shill on their show to fucking talk around and talk, tell you why it's bad and all this bullshit. Fuck that guy. That guy works for the That's my head. whole thing. That's my whole thing. Don't nobody... Don't nobody truly educate them. The people who are supposed to bring you the information never truly educate you because they be one-sided about how they feel about something. I allow this what they um, find passionate about it to cope their um to cope their their explanation or when they talking about everything instead of explaining it. We in the day where people think that you um that you should educate people and let people know so they don't so they don't be knowing. And why I said something about religion is because if you are a religious person in your in your book it says that that's, that's against religion when you What's when it? somebody borrows something for them and, and it's in Christianity. Oh, usury. Um, usury. Um, you know, yeah. 
if somebody borrows something for you, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's like a good religion for you to make a profit off more than what they yeah. borrow. Yeah. 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 But, but they be the same people who be believing in this, the interest yeah. and you doing Damn, this. Damn, churches are all, all our fucking money. We fucking pay for churches to exist. All these super I fucking know. churches that fly around and jet and shit, that's on our fucking dime, man. What the fuck? I, I know. Shit. And that's what I mean by people not being educated in, in, in some way. Because the people who don't uh, don't like the churches and stuff, they don't educate you about this. The people who uh, who who don't like taxes don't explain to you, don't explain to the people to help them understand why you this is a good thing. And the people who do like it don't explain to the people. They just coke it into the way that fits their argument. That's with everything in life. Everything in your life, most of the time, when people bring you something, they only bring you, they let their passion get involved with it. You really never see anybody who always stay in between the middle. They just yeah, it's hard to be dispassionate about, like, you know, burdening an entire fucking generation with un, un, unresolvable debt. I'm sorry, but I don't want to hear no fucking body that was able to, you know, like they do that, they put out, you'll see, like, a thing that the... Uh, some fucking institute for fuck-based policy or whatever. I'm not disrespecting them, but, like, whatever. And you'll see a chart of what it took a college student at a at a good, you know, like, we're not talking about fucking Ivy League or, or, or top of the line, but what it would take to get in a good, decent state college, how you could work, literally work your way through college. Remember that? It, you, it would take you mm-hmm. 400 full-time hours or something to, um, I, I don't remember if this was per semester or whatever, how the fuck it works, breaks down, but we'll, now it would take like 4,000 full-time hours at minimum. Oh, at minimum wage. That was the, that's the key. Full, four, 400 minimum wage hours to pay for college compared to 4,000. And again, I don't remember if that was a year or four years or however, however. but just, uh, you know, if that's anywhere close, that's absurd. That's unfair. And then you got some fucking 60-year-old telling you to pull up your fucking bootstraps? Like, motherfucker, you got, you went to college, you, you worked at fucking Burger King and, and, got, and made your way through college, making like, you know, 220 a fucking hour in 1975. Fuck you, man. <laughs> and this go with a, um, uh, um, uh, uh, an uh, interview, or not an interview, a uh, speech that um, I heard, I just, because I recently just posted it not too long ago, um, what Martin Luther King gave about people talking about um, you pulling up your bootstraps and doing it yourself, but they're not telling you how they're getting paid off of, um, <laughs> they're getting paid off of certain things that they're telling you that you need to boot, uh, pull up your bootstraps and do when they ain't never had to pull up the bootstraps because no. you've always been given a hand out. It's, it's worse than that. It's worse. Now I say it's In a lot of ways, it's worse than it was in 1965 whenever he, he, he said that line. 1968, I think that's when he was the year before the year he died. He was super radical, you know, talking about, hey, poor people and working people should have bam. I mean, not just black people, it was white people. It was that sanitation thing, like, hey, everybody should. Why am I just talking to black America? I'm talking to poor America. And that was too much for, for, for dominant society. Um, 
Fuck, I forgot. I lost my thoughts in explaining that stupid thing that didn't need to be explained. I, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but but what I'm what I'm saying is why I was saying it is because. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, what's worse? I'm sorry. Let me just say. Let me just say that. Let me just say it. What's worse is they're they're not they're 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 saying the line, pull up your bootstraps, while not uh, acknowledging how you've been how your boots have been systematically stolen. Like, ain't no boots, ain't no straps. Y'all took all our boots. Like, we got fucking bread bags around our feet right now, fam. Fuck you mean bootstrap. Bitch, you fucking out, you regulate, or, or, or you fucking, uh... Oh, she about to get hit with that door. Yeah, y- y- y'all get what I'm saying. So, anyway. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And, that's, and, and why I say that, that's crazy that it's still relevant to this date. And it's even and what you're saying is worse. That's even crazier that mm-hmm. it's supposed to be um, developed so much more since back then, but your grant um, downgraded so much as we don't supposedly upgraded as a society. So that's even more crazy. <laughs> All that stuff is wild and silly. What's interesting though? I like I like I like we uh, looking at stuff like that, and I like looking at both points of view because you know one, what I'm saying. One stat, I don't, one stat I don't mind tells you the whole. One stat tells you the whole story. When if if salaries ah, oh, that was the opposite of the damn Kofi Dolph cage finish. If salaries or minimum wage kept up with production, minimum wage would be like twenty eight thirty dollars an hour. Minimum would, not allow? would be fucking twenty eight dollars, something like that, something like that. But that shit, when you look at this, when you look at the chart, you see the production going up and up and up since nineteen, you know, seventy eight, and then you see wages just flat as fuck. Like how in two decades are the wages the same, but we're doing more and more work? Like how is that fucking possible? Because nobody, uh, cares. nobody, nobody cares. Nobody, you know, that's the, the, the that's why I, one reason I don't like to talk about like my archaeology shit and hidden history because you can show somebody a goddamn, you know, you know, just super weird. You know, it's a million of these things out there, and you know, you show them and you go and they have some made up bullshit excuse for how people five thousand years ago were laser slicing granite and. All kinds of fucking wild technology, technologically advanced shit. But then you show them, and they just like, oh yeah, but how does that affect my life? They don't care. And it's the similar with like, it's just too big. It's just too big, and I'm just me. I'm going to my 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 job or my two minimum wage jobs, and I'm trying to take care of my kids, and I just I don't want to go bankrupt because I got sick, and that's the kind of shit we got to worry about. So you got to worry about not going bankrupt <laughs> because you got. And missed a couple weeks of work. Do you give a fuck about the goddamn large? I mean, can, not do you give a fuck, but can you afford to give a fuck about the larger picture? Can you afford to care about the goddamn oceans are they're dying? I mean, we should. We should be the exact ones because we're going to affect the first. The poorest motherfuckers are going to, you know, hurt the first and die the first. Gotta die first from sickness and famine and all that kind of shit. But it's just too big. It's just too much. Leave that up to somebody else. 
I got, but I got, I got, I got all the, I got all the entertainment and porn and games and everything I want on my phone. I can, I got this prescription. I can, you know. Oh, you just seen the turn. Okay. <laughs> now all the booking that they all the booking that they did for her wow. and people question. They showed you how they Look came out. Like, she don't even didn't even expect it coming. <laughs> she don't Is she leaving? That's okay, why you don't um uh, Monday morning quarterback. I think NXT booking because oh, they oh, as she, she, she gets a kendo stick or a chair. Oh, 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 oh. So she was going to leave and leave some ambiguity, ambiguity to it. Nope. I'm going to get this chair oh, and Matt. put the exclamation on the... If she, if she goes to the top with the chair, yeah. But I'm just saying, she walked away. They People thought she was going to walk away after she beat Shayna with the kendo stick. But then she came back and what? Put the exclamation point on it by doing the moonsault with the shit off the top rope. Yeah, really. Shane was, uh, you know, deserved it. Let the crowd chant it. Right, you know, that's the story that they're telling. And, and they told you, it's this person frustrated who felt like they um they couldn't um make oh up for their friends. Oh, my God, you're fucking praying, Wow, or whatever it was, man. Look at that smile. Ain't no confu- ain't no confliction no more. Uh, yeah, that's frustrating. So now, now you feel like now you feel like now it's not you who costing it because you felt like you were doing you were fighting back for your friend, and now what? you have another person who a friend okay, um, supposed to um, just cost you the match. Now you think everybody just fucking you over. You felt like now you've been fucked over. So everybody she should come back. Get the Kendo stick. That ain't it. Get the Kendo stick. Oh, she's leaving. Look at EO. That's why she you can't Monday morning quarterback. They book him. Wait, why, why do you keep saying that? What, is that? what are you referring to? I know I, I, um, a lot of people was upset that, um, you know, was confused or just saying it was stupid that, you know, at the time when she went back and how she was beating on Shana, that she was supposed to be a baby face at the time. You know what I'm saying? I understand why they're saying that, but just give it time to breathe and let it see whether it happens. Yo, know? she's talking the crowd. She's giving them the Hogan ear. She's giving them the I can't hear you like Hogan uh, uh, ear cup ear cup thing. Wow. She she tells she like, I don't fuck with y'all no more. Fuck y'all. Don't cheer for me. That was so well yeah. done. That was so well done. Person who wow. frustrated and felt like it's everybody else's fault. And she blaming everybody else. For that the reason why she Good. All right. All right. Well, at least we got All the end of some, in the long run. some wrestling and not just some fucking disappointing. Oh, yeah. I'm going go to I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna go to wrestling. <laughs> you know, I like, you know, I like talking to you. I'll start off with something political, maybe, then a little wrestling in the middle, then. Little comic, uh, game, uh, game stuff at the end. <laughs> what are you playing? I don't even. Do we follow each other on PlayStation? Or you got any your Xbox? Yeah. You seem like a I got a PlayStation too. I, I haven't been on the PlayStation in a while. I've been on on Xbox right now because I've been using my little Ultimate Pass thing. I play on Borderlands and stuff like that. And I've been trying to get up my followers. They gave the Borderlands Handsome. 
edition. So I think it's like border. That's it's like collision. it's a couple different games, like two games, maybe a side story or two. I don't. I haven't played it. All I play is red dead and baseball. Um, no, you should get, you should play it. It's a looter shooter. It's a looter shooter that's probably the best looter shooter out there ever. I don't know what that means. You gotta looter shooter. Where you shoot people, where you shoot people, and you get uh, stuff pop up out of their body that you can pick up and take with you. That's what uh-huh. looter shooters are. No, yeah. oh, okay. you pick up like looter shooter. Yeah. Anything that you play and you kill something, and they give you a, and they give you a reward for killing that person, right there that well, you can take. What if it's just ammo or a vest or like a supply that they what have on? What? what if it's just ammo or a different gun or a vest, like a flak jacket? I'm thinking siphon filter and shit. It's a it's a it's a hollow looter shooter. It's a version of a looter shooter. Okay. What makes it a, a complete looter shooter is that's what your concept of the game of killing these people for is to get that different loot every time. Every time, you know what I'm saying. So uh, when you kill the boss, when you kill the big boss, that's when you get the super weapon. Stuff like that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's a reason I haven't <laughs> downloaded it for like a month or however fucking long and haven't played it yet. Double plus, you get more stuff added on to your Red Dead, so I understand why you still completely be lost and they and coming from the community, they're getting better shit. with what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's so much shit on it that they added and I just haven't done yet. So much. <laughs> I do glitches and exploits and make as much money as I can so I, by the time they drop um, properties, I can just start making money. Like I can like buy a tobacco farm or something and start like making some money that way or moonshine still or whatever. How, whatever. With the things you can think, they, you know, the shit they do in GTA 5, but for Wild West version. Like in GTA 5, you got like Code Factory and Meth Lab and all that shit. I'm sure you can have a, uh, a moonshine racking and horse wrangling and rustling and, you know, that kind of shit. So I'm pretty just, sure they're going to have bank robberies up in there, too. Yeah, the whole, pretty the whole sure they that. The next update, oh. the summer update that's probably due out, in the, or that's probably going to drop in the next couple of weeks, uh, you'll be able to give your character a definitive, like, do you want to be a, a gunslinger, like outlaw? Do you want to be a fucking collector? Do you want to be uh, a trapper? You know, like they're giving you different kinds of like personalities you can give to your character. Like I, no, nah, I just want to be a straight up outlaw, robbing banks. But no, nah, some people just want to be a trapper, collecting shit, getting different skins, pelts. It would be nice. Yeah, like a gold mining kind of element. Element to it. I'm hoping they got enough rivers and waterfalls and stuff where they could they could do cool like uh, gold mining activities. It'll be nice if they let you be more than one, so you can level up two different things. Or two more than one different things. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like yeah. But but like in like in like in NBA Live this this year, they have like you can be like have an Iverson template. A, I forget the, 
the, the WNBA woman they give you, you can have her template or uh, not Durant. It was like some big 6'10", but like super dribbly type. Uh, 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 I oh, no, it was Della You want to dunk all over people and that cool. kind of shit. So you had like a dribbly crossover Iverson template. You had a, because I was a guard. You had a, 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 a Westbrook template, and then you had the whoever, like, kind of power forward WNBA kind of skill set. But you couldn't yeah, do yeah, all yeah, of those at once. So, but you can have, you can switch back and forth. So I'm hoping it's more like that. I don't want two at a time. Yeah, like, that's I can't be a trapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be able to switch and then build that up. And then yeah, go, you know what? I want to go back to this. They did with 2K. It's similar yeah. to what they did with 2K to 2K. I got 2K you too. You did two That's different cool. types of um, two, two different types of archetypes. Uh, yeah, it was $3. I went and bought it again too. $3. But <laughs> I stopped playing and when it's making me watch the commercials doing load-up screens and you can't even get past it, I said, fuck that. Dre tells me, because he always shits all over live like most people do, and Dre's been trying to get me to get 2K into 2K for years. And I tell him, you know, go fuck yourself. But now that 2K is now the official only basketball game that they're going to be doing, and they lost the EA lost the rights, um, just as they're getting their shit together, and that's why they probably did that because they were like, "Oh fuck, lives about to be good again consistently. We need to shut that shit down." And I get business wise, and he's been trying to. But when he explains to me all the things that you could that you gotta like buy and. Like I was like in live, you just earn that stuff. Like with points and stuff. Like they, it's just a scam and a gimmick to get you to separate you people in their money. And I don't understand oh, how. I don't understand how people let that. Like why that's okay when you have a game they're that fighting against, they're fighting against it now. They're fighting against it now. And people, they going to courts about it because it's a law coming out because it's called loot boxes. And stuff like that, and and a lot of different states and countries are already banned it, and the United States about to do it too. They're gonna vote on it and do it too. They make eight hundred. They make eight hundred million dollars off that stuff a year. <laughs> Just that stuff alone, stuff like that. Jeez. And what they try to convince people and say, they don't want to say loot box. But they sound. They calling it a surprise mechanic. You get in that stuff, and it's like a surprise. You remember the little eggs that with kids used to buy that the chocolate eggs that had something in the inside of it? They trying to the fucking kinder, kinder eggs. Yeah. yeah, and but people like, come on, man, you making money off this? The people who bought them eggs really bought it to eat the chocolate. They didn't care really too much care about what was in the inside of it. They, they cared about that right there. You're buying it. This is gambling that you're doing. Legalize you trying to gamble without you know <laughs> doing it, and they come out. No, no, no! It's a surprise. It's a surprise mechanic, and they've been killing them about that. <laughs> they've been interesting. Um, they've been going on. That's what I've been paying attention to. These people been wilding about that. But yeah, all this stuff you have to buy just to even be able to play the game, which makes it so crazy. Well, people, kids be spending twelve hundred dollars. Stuff on items. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, fuck you know, that, man. Set up an account. I never understood like certain things. Like I know I don't understand Xbox people. Like for years, like Red 
suffering of death. Like, it was just a, a thing you had to deal with in the 360 era. Like, how do they exist? How are they still a fucking company that gives people money when consistently your system just might die? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, why would you get a console that just might die? And why would you get a console, why would you get a service with a console that might die that makes you pay for the internet? Like, uh, to play your friends. Like, now even Sony does. But in the, in the, in the PS3 and in 360 years, that decade, it was free for if you had a PS3, you had to pack and fucking watch, use the browser. I didn't have to have Xbox Live or PS Plus. I do now. I want to stress that. You do now. But in them years, you didn't. And I just did not get Xbox fans. Like, you have basically the same, you know, except the exclusive games, but you have you know, it's not it's not like one that's superior in like graphics, even though my one might say, Oh, look at our colors are sharp, right? Fuck you, it's fucking the same shit. <laughs> uh but one has the hardware failures over and over again and you gotta pay money just to play your friends in certain games. Like fuck you. All right, how are they still and you see the numbers, like PlayStation sells way more consoles, but why does anybody buy Xbox stuff? It just seems uh why is UK in a is NFT UK in an air hanger? No, they are there um at that loud um concert, uh fair festival. That they oh, okay, I see now. <laughs> but I understand what you're talking about. They started, you know, why they started that because that was the beginning of uh where you're gonna get the subscription era that we in now. <laughs> yeah. Where you're about to get Netflix and all that type of stuff. And you got to also remember, because you were PlayStation first, remember that y'all was down, the people hacked the PlayStation and y'all was down, you couldn't go online for two, almost two years. Uh, I always Wait, what? It was almost, how, almost what? how many years? They, they hacked PlayStation. It was no, almost, I understand. I said you just said you couldn't get online for two years. That's the most absurd fucking thing yeah. I've ever heard. No, I, no. I, I, know. I don't I know where you heard that. Years. It was like it was at most two months. At most two months that certain things, certain gimmicks were, were down. And that's when, as a Ooh, PlayStation wait. person, I stopped. I said, damn, I can't talk shit about, uh, you know, because um, at that point, Microsoft had gotten hacked. And I was like, you know, you know, you can talk shit as a PlayStation person. Like, yo, shoot. You know, but then you couldn't once, once PlayStation. But then they gave us a couple of free games once they were the eight weeks was over. And, you know, I got, but I got some people were down too. longer, though. Oh, I wasn't. I don't know what the fuck was down for them two goddamn years. Yeah, that would be some shit to chase them up. I was being funny. I was being funny. But, you know, I always got that. You know, some people were down for as much as six months. You know, not, not too many people. Would, but that still hurt a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, because they were down for so long. And I thought that was all a ploy to make everybody start going to this subscription service because when they pop back up, everybody had to get what? They PlayStation Plus. You didn't they have to do anything, it. bro. I had a PlayStation 3 all the way up until my shit broke in fall of 2016. Or, or fall of 2017. Whenever, a couple years ago. And I never had to pay for shit. I never had to pay for anything to get online or do anything online or play my friends online or, or play other people online and, like, whatever I was playing, NCAA or whatever the hell. 
No. It's just not, it's just not the case. I don't know where you're getting your info. Reading them weird message boards again, I see. You was only, you, you in it. You're in a very small community of people who stuck that way. Majority of people went and went here and got the PlayStation Plus because they want to go, then they want to get the new system, and they still want to be able to play the newer games. And then they took that away. <laughs> they were like, get PlayStation Plus, and you'll be backwards compatible. And then they took the backwards compatible. It was like, fuck y'all. Yeah, no, that's another thing. Man. That was corny. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, didn't, I don't get shit as soon as it come out, so I missed all of it. I didn't get a PS4 till two years ago. So, uh, you know, by the time I got one, I, I, I already knew it wasn't back. But nothing was backwards compatible except the first PlayStation 2. And then that was it. Yeah, and that's how Xbox started winning people back. Because they they knew they lost uh, this generation of um, gaming. So they mm-hmm. started working on the next generation. That's why they probably they already winning that console, which is probably going to be the last console that you get for, for a long, long time. Because they started doing the backwards compatible. I can't even say the word right now. But they started doing that and started adding their games and stuff like that and adding more to their subscriptions where you would get, where you could play the free games and you'll never have to worry about losing them. And, but I I, get, I got both systems, so it don't really make me no difference. I enjoy both for different reasons. Xbox got the better gaming community, and PlayStation has some of the better um, standalone games. What does that mean? Better gaming community, like better, like better gamers, like they play better, or they're not like assholes. Better, like better, um, better gaming community, as in. Um, Okay, if you're somebody who likes to play in leagues, Xbox had a better league where people constantly play and you can constantly find people to play with and stuff like that, where it's that type of community. Or you play you play two pay. You play two pay, you play live. They have a better community of people who play those games and more people who you can talk to and get involved with and put those games together with and all that stuff. It's, that's what I mean by better multiplayer community, where you're playing with other people like Fortnite and stuff like that. Yeah. Because you can okay. play with people. You can play with and somebody that's got both. I gotta take your word for it because I don't. Uh, I've never been in an Xbox community because I've never. I I played Xbox. Uh, at least the last time, uh, I played it less than a hand, handful of times. I hate Xbox. Fucking controller feels like a piece of shit in my hand. Um, at Cam's crib before the Super Bowl, before the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl a couple of years ago, <laughs> and he played as the Patriots and I played as the Eagles, and I wasn't even playing Madden yet. I hadn't started playing Madden really again, and I definitely don't play Xbox, and I whooped that ass, and I, as you can tell, don't haven't let that go yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. And, and plus, like I said, PlayStation had a better standalone game. The games that made just for like the system. Got, um, like I don't even know exclusive Xbox games except Halo, Spider Man. Don't forget Spider Man. Spider Man. Like when I saw Spider Man fucking E3 thing in 2017, I was like, well, I guess I know I'll admit I will eventually get because until my PS3 bus like just took a shift and died. I 
was like, I'll just keep my PS3 because I only use it as a media device to watch, you know, Netflix and Hulu and all that kind of shit anyway. I play the same damn game, NCAA 14, you know, (laughs) the last three years I don't play anything else. And I was fine. But then I saw that damn Superman, uh, Spider-Man goddamn uh, thing at the E3, the extended eight-minute footage. I was like, this was, I have to get a PS4 eventually. And then I got one. Couple. Nope, then my PlayStation 3 died. I got it a year before the game came out. So that was only And see, that's what I mean by the gaming community because you got Spider Man and other games like that. So you see, some of the games that you can play by yourself, just like the Arkham Knights and, and stuff like that, you play, yeah. you play by yourself. So, but see, Xbox, yeah, I wish there was a co op version. Yeah, more co op. Like you said, Halo. Halo was probably the first, um, like, real good co-op game. you playing and you fighting and you get to kill other people and you playing, like, uh, before the Call of Duty, because before Call of Duty was out like that, it was Halo, because they, it, people used to play that on the screen with each other. So it started from there, then on to the online. So that's why they started charging you that, Gears of War, and stuff like that. So their standalone games are more based on the co-op and the multiplayer. Oh, All right. Be good, yeah. man. That's that's as good a place to end it, isn't it? So. All right, Darrell. We'll talk to you next yep. time. Good stuff. All right, Darrell. No problem. Appreciate you. All right, that does it for us this week. Um, Free folks, that's it for you guys. So we'll get at y'all next week. VIP members, click over. Rich and I will have uh, another hour or so of content. I guess I'll watch uh, Turn the Debates on. Debate singular. Two debates. And, uh, matter of fact, before. Before I uh, log off here, let's go to the TV and see. Okay, that's the Fox. I never go to my uh, TV TV, like regular over-air channels. And there's Bose Ultra. So I don't know what... I haven't gotten used to, like, the tech, the Austin channels. I don't know what the fuck is... Uh, the NBC affiliate. I think it's 24. More power to you. So I can at least just give a young, quick report on what I see. Oh, wait. KXAN. That's the... Here we go. Hey, Amy Klobuchar. Instead, 2,500 drugs have gone up in double digits since he came into office. Instead, he gave $100 billion in giveaways to the pharma companies. For the rest of us, for the rest of America, that's what we call at home, all foam and no beer. We got nothing out of it. And so my proposal is to do something about pharma, to take them on, to allow negotiation under Medicare, to bring in less expensive drugs from other countries, and pharma thinks they own Washington, well, they don't own me. time is effective. Senator Warren, you signed on to Bernie Sanders' Medicare for All plan. It would put less to everybody on Medicare.
Medicare and then eliminate private plans that offer similar coverage. Is that the plan or path that you would pursue as president? So yes, I'm referring on Medicare for all. And let me tell you why. I've spent a big chunk of my life studying why families go broke. And one of the number one reasons is the cost of health care, medical bills. And that's not just for people who right, don't let me do this off air. Yell at the TV. <laughs> so, yeah, so click over VIP. We'll be, we'll be by and we'll maybe talk about this a little bit. Whatever else is going on. It'll probably be short because me and Rich are already talk about a bunch of stuff. So, we'll see. Talk to you all next time.